probably saw him on Last Chance U seasons three and four, I believe, on Netflix, where he led independence to a championship. They asked me to do a podcast. The Coach JB Show with the fabulous Sarah Blake. I ain't no math major, but I'm a hustler. I'm going to give it to you raw and uncut. That's Coach JB. Sarah Cheek, mother of four and an OnlyFans content creator. I want to give an unfiltered, be real, true evaluation of different things and, and really share my opinion as well. You fucking slap dicks. Fucking slap Down the brass tags, crashing the ass, was deep as trash. All in, all gas, no brakes. I love sports. That's just a part of who I am. She's got sports blood in her, so she's on the cover of FHM magazine. And the coach I'll never stop trying to reach the top because I still remember how the bottom feels. This is an anomaly, this guy right here. Yeah. This is a unicorn. Ain't nobody gonna say shit about JB. I've got a clip on my shoulder. I'm trying to eliminate this soft society we have. I'll drink my yak and smoke my stick. And I'll get it back right. Hello, everybody. We have an amazing show for you today. Lots to talk about. But let me introduce yours truly, Coach JB. What up, what up, what up, Sarah? <laughs> you good? I am good. Hey, I feel like I've been working four jobs. <laughs> you have been. You've been killing it. Man, I'm like, fuck. I'm tired as a fucking... I'm like, ooh, shit. This is like coaching 101 again. You've been killing it. I mean, well, that's the morning the show. Place. What have you been doing? You've Everything. been traveling all over <sighs> the damn world, it seems like. Uh, this weekend has been insane. I thought... I, I mean, for being a sports fan and kind of doing sports and stuff like my whole life, this takes the cake. Travel hockey is insane. We went from Orlando to Daytona to Kissimmee in three days. So, How far is Orlando from your house? It's about an hour and a half, but it actually took us like two and a half hours on Friday because of traffic. Uh, it was insane. Well, like, I we, mean, got, we got a fucking lot on the to discuss. It seems like we haven't seen each other in about a month. We've been doing everything. We try to keep it going. Lucy, Lucy, what up? We've been trying to keep it all going. Um, you know, I did a Monday night show last night with uh, Matt McChesney. We're going to do a Monday night halftime show every week. So you guys all subscribe to that. We're going to create a uh, Patreon for that so we can share those videos on Patreon, the actual real deal videos that we do as far as a clinic. And um, then I'm doing the morning show every day. So, <laughs> by the way, the morning show may transfer from 5 a.m. on the West Coast to 6 a.m. on the West Coast. We found out that the analytics are a little better from 6 to 9 on the West Coast, 9 to noon um, on the East Coast. So we might be doing that with the morning show. And as of right now, we're going to keep this show right here. But don't be surprised if we transition to the morning full time because we like the morning and we're getting pretty good reviews in the morning. So we're we're going to keep it open and check it out for a while and see how it ends up. So, um, But quote of the day real quick to get you guys started on this to Talk That Talk Tuesday. If you want what's at the end of the rainbow, you have to put up with the fucking rain. 
Just remember that. Hey, man, you got to get through the rain to get the fucking gold. So, uh, Brian, shout out to you. Uh, apparently, you just found out your fiance's pregnant again. You should probably practice pulling out, motherfucker. What's going on? <laughs> Goddamn, didn't you just have a baby, homie? Shit. He um, can't pull out of a driveway. <laughs> yeah. Nah, Bruce, I like being up at five. Me and Sarah were just talking. I'd rather do five in the morning. Shit. Uh, we had like 170 people in here at five in the morning yesterday. Now, I'd rather do five in the morning, but the problem is we see that uh, the numbers go up at six in the morning. So it's like, uh, might as well do six to nine. And then you got Pat McAfee on at nine to noon. Um, so, like, this could be a possibility of a morning show that nobody else has on YouTube. So we're just spitballing it to throwing it out there. Uh, make sure you go to uh, betonline.ag, use the promo code believe 50 b-l-e-a-v five zero that's the new promo code they got a new website going up believe you got all the uh you got all the football games in full effect college and the nfl so make sure you head on over to believe uh i mean uh betonline.ag use the promo code believe 50 b-l-e-a-v five zero um and you can bet the MMA, the UFC. You got Jake Paul versus Anderson Silva coming up. You can you can bet the boxing game. And then you got the MLB playoffs in full swing as my Dodgers lead the, net, lead the league in wins and uh, have the best record. So head on over to betonline.ag. Use the promo code BELIEVE50. B-L-E-A-V-5-0. Sarah, I got a poll question for you in particular, but I'm just kidding. You could plead the fifth on it, but everybody else, you have to answer. I'm gonna fucking block you, fucks. Um, here's the poll. Here's the here's the uh, poll question on the on the bottom. One thing you absolutely won't do in bed. Drop it in the comments section. Um, we got some people that came over from the morning show. I appreciate you guys. Hit the like button. One, two, three. Hit the fucking like button. You lazy fucks. You just stare at it and won't hit the thumb and shit. Hit the thumb button or whatever the fuck you call it. Uh, she's 10 months today, Brian, and you just found out she's pregnant? What does she weigh, 80 fucking pounds? How do you know she's pregnant? How is she 10 months old and you don't know she's pregnant? I mean, 10 months, sorry. The baby's 10 months. Yeah, how do you know she's 10 months and she doesn't have, and you didn't know she was pregnant till today? Wait, I'm confused, dog. I'm fucking confused. So wait, is, is the the baby his his daughter's ten months? So then he just found out his wife is pregnant. Is that correct? Oh, maybe, maybe. Optic Creations, what up? Coming over from Zach's show. I appreciate you. Um, Fa, what up? Become a member, man. A lot of you guys are in here. Um, become a member, dollar ninety nine. We're gonna evolve this show, and you never know where this goes next. We got a lot of shit in the in in, in our ideas moving around in our head. So. Uh, head on over to CoachJBStore.com too. Get all the merch you see me and Sarah wear. You got a bunch of merch in there. Women's too. Ladies. We got uh, ladies apparel. And you got the Coach JB merch. Coffee mugs. You got all these type of deals. You got everything. So, you know, we got them. Short, fat, skinny, and tall. Um, so, head it over. You can, you can become a member on your iPhone. This is how you have to do it. I'm going to tell you guys one time on your phone. This is how you do it real quick. You take your phone and you go on your Safari or whatever and you flip it to desktop mode. And once you're in desktop mode, you go to YouTube, my channel, and you can join. So 
That's how you do it. Kevin Wozniak came over from the morning show. What up, what up, what up? Uh, make sure you t- retweet and share the Twitters that are going out live right now. We got video clips going out live of the show as we currently are out there. So shout out to my guy Christian and Christian. I got two Christians, by the way. How about that? One Christian does the behind the scene for the show. The other Christian's putting out clips and uh, video clips. So I guess when I cuss one out, both get cussed out. Fuck it. <laughs> That's just how it works. Both Christians. Um so, one thing you won't do in the bed. I haven't heard anyone say nothing. No candles in the bed. Well, that's an interesting take right there. That's an interesting take. Uh, make sure you guys all turn your notifications on, too, so you know when we're on. Um, Sarah, anything you won't do in bed? Um, I'm not going to do anything to my man's b-hole region. <laughs> really? Like, yeah, a lot of people are into that or, like, Pegging their man? I'm not. I'm Wait, not going to do that. Into what in their man? Like pegging their man. I, that's like a thing, and I had no idea it was. What the fuck is a petty the man? Pegging, like petting. Yes. P e t t i n g. Peg. P e g. Peg. Pegging your man. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> like when you like when the girl like bangs the dude. With what? I guess a strap on. Wait, what? Yeah, that's what I, I think that's what pegging is. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I learned something new. Lucy says she learned something new on this show. I learned something <laughs> fucking new on this show every single day. So you're telling me that a girl's fucking the guy in the ass. Now, now, man, I, I don't I don't want to get too graphic here, but like I I, I can't do nothing like inside of me you know what i'm saying but you know i, I can <laughs> so you, th- you know i like girls that like to, she they're down to play with it in a certain manner but not go oh. i can't get penetrated now that's just a grown man thing for me i'm sorry i can't do it now a tongue and a little something else maybe but nah i can't do a dildo none of that shit fuck no you ain't fuck with me fuck no. that um we ain't doing that bruce sorry nope i can't do it um and if a guy's sitting there getting bent over and letting his girl stroke his shit with a fucking dildo, you better question that motherfucker's integrity. Shit. There's a lot of people that do, like, this is a common request. Damn. Coach Ann said he's not licking no damn feet. Ah! I, like, See, licking the feet is a broad statement. Like, are you going from the fucking bottom of her foot and just licking all the way up the motherfucker? Is it like that a, sounds like a- weird. <laughs> yeah, like like that, Sarah? No, that sounds stupid. That's fucked up. You're going to get, like, hair on your tongue. You're going to get, like, little sand particles. Like, all kind of shit. Now, Sarah, but I don't know. Would you, would, would you guys suck a toe or... Something like that. See, a little sucking a toe is a little different than me. I ain't licking nobody's fucking bottom of their feet. That just sounds like some weirdo shit. Um, <laughs> sucking a toe, maybe fresh out the shower, maybe. But you gotta have some pretty ass feet. I'm a feet guy. You gotta have pretty ass feet, or I can't fuck with it. And I'm Sarah. Let me ask you this, Lucy. Let me ask you something. This is a guy's perspective. All right. If I've I've literally done this, so so I I apologize, Lord. I'm bracing myself. 
I apologize, Lord. Please don't strike me. I have, I, I have, I have had some bad. I have been a bad human at times in my life. Um, but I've literally kicked the bitch out of my bed because her feet were fucked up. I'm just saying. I'm sorry. You is slap dick pretty much. Why you much. calling me slap dick? Because my dick slapped me across your face. <laughs> if your feet are fucked up, I just can't have you in my bed. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, how do you know when the feet are fucked up? Like, Sarah, how do you, how do you know? know? Like, Sarah, you, could, you, you meet a guy for the first time and you're like, fuck, okay, you're feeling the guy, you're fucking with him for a few months. Let's just say a few months, you, then fucking socks come off. When do the socks come off and you're like, all right, you got to go. I think I need to see all of that before it even, like, goes down in the bedroom. Really? Yes. Like, and you know, I, I'm very observant, so I inspect all that. <laughs> so you see the feet. I'm going to like, oh, let me see your feet. How big are your feet? You know? Oh, you want to know how big they are? <laughs> well, not how big they are, but it's just me saying, hey, take off your socks so I can see if you have some funky ass feet. I mean, I hope women's feet are better looking than men's feet on general purpose. Most of like, I would say nine out of 10. Like I got some pretty nice man feet. I got to be honest. They're soft as baby skin booty too. Um. But say, having said that, if you're in the store, Sarah, Lucy, if you're in the market and you see a fine dude and he has flip-flops on and his feet look like this. What, oh, I've seen that before. What would you do? do? Is it automatic? No, I can't fuck with this guy. Because I know guys that I won't. I've seen some dime piece models and I won't fuck with them because their feet are like. If the middle toe's this lo- much longer than the than the, than the hey, I have my middle toe's bigger. I can't fuck with you. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying, Lucy. Like I can't fuck with the middle toe longer. I don't know why. That's a thing to me. My middle toe is longer. Is it longer than your what toe? Like my big toe. It goes. Oh yeah. See, you're you got you fucked up. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought that was supposed to mean you're tall. Yeah. But I'm not tall. So. See, exactly. You're fucked up. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm letting out all the secrets, dog. Uh, you know, if you're middle toe, get out my DMs. Get out my DMs. If, you're so, middle toe, if your middle toe's fucked up. For this up. dating show that we're going to have, we yeah. need to make sure the criteria DMs, is specified. <laughs> hey, get out my DMs. I'm just telling you because my feet, if your middle toe's fucked up. Oh, boy. Hey, Lucy says an automatic no. Lucy, what if this guy was like fucking whatever girls, you, whatever guy you girls all love and like, what if this motherfucker was that guy in the supermarket and this guy, you, you're talk, he comes up to you and you're like, damn, he's fine. He's like a model and fucking he's cool. And you've talked to him for 10 minutes shopping because you were just fucking, he helped you get fucking tomatoes off the top rack. And you've been talking to this motherfucker for fucking 20 minutes. And then you're in line exiting and you got his number. He got your number. He got your number, Lucy. And then you look down and his feet are fucked. What do you do? Throw that number out. (laughs) Really? Even if he's the fucking best thing going, the finest thing going, and he's got a great personality, you like him, you're like, fuck, all over feet, huh? I don't know. I mean, you, can you fix feet? Like, is there a surgery to fix feet? I mean, can you fix a dick? I don't think so. 
Yes, you can. Now you can. Fix a dick like what? You can make it longer. They, they've approved oh, the implant now. How, I don't know how that works. There's no way. Mm-hmm. I don't know how that works. How does that work? That's crazy. <laughs> how do I make my dick longer? That shit is crazy. It's like a breast implant. For- oh, I, how, there's no way it could feel the same. There's no way it could feel the same. There's no way it could do the same. I don't. Well, I don't. fake boobs don't feel the same. No. No. You like, can tell somebody. I'm. You can feel them. They feel different. No, 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 no. To you though, what's the feeling on your end? Oh, I, I feel like. I don't know. I I just feel like they're regular boobs. So maybe that's how a guy would feel. How's a guy's dick going to feel the same? There's no way. How can you add skin to a penis that has veins in there? It has like all kind of con- fucking real f- nerve endings. Like the nerve endings in a penis, I feel like, are very, very fucking specific. How the fuck do you get into that? But skin's really elastic. It's elastic, but... Here's a fun fact I had no for boobs. I had no boobs. Really? So, like, yeah, B cup, nothing. And then now I've got... Yeah, but... Bazookas. But they don't... Do they feel the same to you? Yeah, they feel the same. They feel like they're in my body. No, I don't feel but any like, let's just... Like, is it, does your nipple feel the same if somebody touches it? Yeah. Same as it did before. Yes. Okay. See, I don't know any of that. Uh, let me ask you this. Fun fact. Do you know Lucy? I keep going to Lucy because she's the only woman in the fucking chat. Do you know that a guy with a small wee-wee has more ability to grow to a bigger wee-wee if his dick is little as it when it's small and limp? Did you guys know that? What? All right, so the smaller your dick is when it's limp, the bigger it has the opportunity to grow when it gets when it gets engorged with blood. If your dick is already Oh, okay. If your I dick is saying. already big limp, if your dick is already <laughs> big limp, it doesn't have enough skin to grow much more. Get it? I get it. I have no idea. I just read that somewhere, and I'm like, nah, you sure about that? Because I'm a shower, not a grower. I'm a grower, not a shower. And some people are showers, not growers. Hmm. Making you think now. I got all you fucking girls thinking right now like, fuck. That shit is real. Everyone's like, fuck, that's real. Every, all the guys in here are quiet right now. They're like, fuck. My shit don't grow past two inches. <laughs> you motherfucking micro penis, Sean Watson motherfuckers. All right, so um, we got a great show in store for you. We are just getting it going. Head on over to CoachJBStore.com. Get you some new gear. Um, Again, the morning shows every day. Uh, I think we're going to go for, we're going to go at, uh, I'm going to go at 6 a.m. tomorrow. We're going to try it at 6 a.m. West Coast, 9 a.m. East Coast. And then uh, we'll be back on tomorrow for Work Boot Wednesday at 1 o'clock Pacific, me and Sarah. And, uh... Right now, we don't have too many guests booked because me and Sarah are going to do the show and get it cracking. Friday, we do have an NFL insider, 49er journalist, um, works for the NFL Network and, and is on some other things. He's going to come on <laughs> and talk about everything Trey Lance and the 49ers. So that'll be interesting. 
Um, again, and then on Monday night, we do the halftime show, me and Mac McChesney. Last night, we did a trial run during the Clemson game. We thought it was pretty good. We had about 170 people in there. It was crazy. I did not know we'd have the turnout we got, so appreciate everybody that came in. Um, my boy Pat Perez, Sarah, and the four aces, that's the foursome that he's on. They won again. Each player got 750k for a three-day event because they actually won the foursome and the team pick, and then Pat shot seven under, so he made about $1.8 million in one day. Uh, That's awesome. So, yeah, uh, Pat shot seven under, and he contributed big time. Um, I don't know if you've heard this, but Jake Paul and uh, Anderson Silva have agreed to fight. So, um, I don't know. I mean, they've agreed to fight. I guess a boxing match, not a MMA fight. So Anderson Silva's going to box Jake Paul. Apparently, that's going to be the big, the big, big fight, big news. Um, Mike Tomlin names Trubisky's QB one. Pickett's the backup, and it means uh, a possible change midseason. Sarah, I don't know. That's kind of what I take from that because they actually, they actually move Pickett above. Uh, the other guy, what's his name? I can't think of his name. Um, I think that he will play, Trubisky will play at least three games, and then it will be Kenny Pickett. I'm not a Pickett guy. I don't think Pickett's going to make it. I, I I don't know. I think so. Trubisky's, uh, we've seen what he can do. We've watched him. I mean. Well, he has taken a, Bears team that was very bad to the playoffs twice. Oh, God. I'm just telling you, a lot of NFL quarterbacks don't go to the playoffs, and he took a fucking bad Chicago Bears team to the playoffs. I'm just saying. So, um, he took them, but they didn't win. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I know. But, I mean, Mason Rudolph's the third quarterback. That's who it is, Jeremiah. Mm-hmm. I would say Mason Rudolph will be on the trading block very shortly. I agree. Um, I don't understand what's going on with Eddie Manyweather in the chat. Eddie's been a member for I don't know how many months. Why all of a sudden you don't know anything? How the fuck aren't you a member again? And how are you back to square one? Eddie Manyweather. I I just got to clap it up for you, dog. I, I don't get it. I, I don't understand what's going on with you. Holy fuck. Chris Dill, man, you've given me about $100 in the last week. I appreciate you. Shout out. Uh... I hope it's not just for, I hope it's not, I think you're probably donating to Sarah, not me, but, um, um, oh, oh man, I don't know what's going on with Eddie. Um, so I think Tomlin, I mean, I think Trubisky is there, but I think it's going to be like a Harbaugh, Michigan thing. They're going to test run this thing as far as what quarterbacks, um, are going to play. So we'll see. Um, I don't know if you saw my tweet, and, my, and then I retweeted it from another guy. Bart Scott on ESPN says, uh, he said, you couldn't bust a grape in a fruit fight. And then Mike Greenberg, Greeny, he acted like he's never heard that before. He took a lot of heat, and a lot of people tagged me in it and was like, you guys all got it from Coach JB on Netflix. So I just retweeted it. I thought it was funny. And I know Bart Scott watched the show. Bart Scott's my die. He's the dude. Um, he's the realest cat on ESPN. But that just shows you these motherfuckers are not in tune with anything. They're not in tune with shit. You never heard that term in your life. You can't bust a grape in a fruit fight. Then you're just as white as white can be. Um, 
I think Mike Greenberg's from like the fucking uh, Hamptons or some shit. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so, Sarah, I got a lot to discuss. Me and Sarah got into it on Twitter, by the way. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we're going to get into it today, too. So, you know, we're going we're gonna to tell you. We're going to at least show you that we're real and we, we like controversy. This is the thing. Great debates and disagreements create great conversation. I'm always been, I've always right. said it. I've always said it. I, I stand by it. And I'm going to dig deep. We're going to dig. We're going to find. We're going to do that today for the climax of this show. Since we've already been talking about feet and, 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 and penis. We're going to do that for the climax of the show. And uh, we're going to get into that. But uh, we're going to get into the first and ten segment um, today of this show. Brought to you by CanadipsCBD.com. Go and head over over. Use Coach JB as the promo code, all caps. Um, Sarah, we're going to get into the uh, into the first and ten. We just did foreplay. I, I didn't show you the thing. There you go. Uh, we should have definitely had foreplay on Sarah because we've been for, <laughs> we've been foreplaying all show long. Um, we've been given the deets. But now we're in the football, and we're in first and ten. We got to get it going. We're at first and ten on the show. We're going to get into some things. Uh, we got a lot of top fives for you, even a couple that Sarah doesn't know about, so I'm going to surprise her with some. Uh, oh, gosh. I want to get into <laughs> DJ and this Clemson deal, and we're on the first and ten segment. DJ's mm. a, uh, a close friend of my fan, or his dad and brother are close friends of mine. Uh, got to watch him grow up. You know, I'm watching him, and I see the struggles, the very detail, little detail struggles that a quarterback coach and a guy that played it for so long would would understand. The novice fan probably wouldn't understand. He's always going to take the hate because everybody expects the quarterbacks at Clemson to be this Deshaun Watson, Trevor Lawrence, great guys, and Heisman candidates. And, you know... People brought they brought the backup in Sarah. He came in. He did some. He looked good, but again, people don't realize the starting quarterback, the prep work, and then playing in the game is a whole other ball game than the backup quarterback coming in the game and playing against backups with backups and without live ammunition. And until you've played the position in the high level, then you guys really shouldn't comment. You should really listen to what I'm telling you because this is the truth. Um, DJ, he I don't know if he has the it factor. I don't know that. He sure did as the backup when Trevor Lawrence went out and he throws for 400 yards. Okay, He did that, and he got on every NFL radar overnight. And then last year as the starter... Just understand something. They had a they had their worst year in seven years, and they won ten fucking ball games, more than half ninety nine percent of college football teams. So they still won ten football games. So that's kind of the thing. I'm like, well, you know, he's always been a winner, even though everyone wants to critique him. Now the backup quarterback, the number one triple or number one uh, dual threat guy coming out of Texas, he's there. He's a freshman. Everyone's gonna say, okay, last night was an audition. Was it an audition, or was it? Backup time. And Sarah, as a coach, you don't throw the football in empty formations and you throw the ball damn near every down with the backup at, while you're up 30 points unless you're auditioning for something. So I think he was auditioning to see if the kid really could handle the live ammunition, live rounds at, thrown at him. Um, 
he looks good. He, he has he has all the intangibles, but uh, Clemson's O line is not very good. Number one, let me point that. They out. were incredibly underwhelming. They're not very good. Number one. So until you understand the whole dynamic about this whole thing and, and Bash and DJ, understand their O line is not very good. So when the backup quarterback came in, did you see what they did differently? They they call we call it turn back protection, sprint out protection. They sprinted out the kid. They sprinted the kid out every which time they threw the ball. He didn't just stand in the pocket and throw. Every single time he was on the run. So they did that on purpose to get him on the edge to give him an opportunity to either throw it to the first read or run it. And they did that because they didn't want to get this freshman lit up in his first game, first action. He's a true freshman, and he's an early grad freshman, so he's probably 18 at best, 17, 18 years old. So... That is what I noticed. That is what the truth of the matter is. So, wasn't an audition for the backup. I, I don't know, Sarah. I, I Clemson's loaded on defense. They have some skill on offense. Their O-line lacks. DJ's going to have to prove that he's the guy. Um, or they're going to be talking about this backup coming in for the next fucking 11 weeks. I don't <clears throat> know. What you think? So, Georgia Tech, there's three sacks. Is that correct? And three or four, yeah. I, I mean, you just expect Clemson to come out as a powerhouse and at least have that same kind of standard. It's Clemson, you know, like uh, yeah. that same standard as anybody would really have for one of these top teams. So for Georgia Tech to come out there, and uh, it was. Like the good, the bad, and the ugly. Nah, it was. This is the thing, though. I think it's like a double-edged sword or, or trying to play devil's, devil's advocate. It's a double-edged sword for schools that have been down for so long, and then you shoot up and you instant overnight success and sensation like a Clemson basically has done in the last right. six, seven years. Now you've set your bar so high, and that's how fucked up Americans right. are. That's how fucked up we are as Americans. Let me just tell you. We, we we grieve and we we uh, we feel sorry for the bottom feeders and the people that are on the bottom that never can leave. But once that person on the bottom becomes a powerhouse, then we are now like, oh, you're shitty when you have a fucking 10 win season. You can never please us. I, I just truly believe it. You can never please Americans um, as a society in whole. We're going to get into it later on as far as transfer portals and different things, but you can never you can never fucking please anybody at the end of the day because you're shitty at one time and then you accept it and you're like, oh, you're okay. for t- Just keep getting your ass beat. And then when you become this powerhouse, now it's never good enough again. It's an expectation, oh, right? Yeah. It is. And uh, my point is, though, where were you guys at when we were shitty? And then now, why are you with us when we're good? And it's the same motherfuckers that weren't there when you were shitty are with you when you're good. But now that you have a few, a down year, for instance, which was 11 wins, by the way. um, (laughs) Now you want to critique the fuck out of us. Like the gall and audacity in some of us, it's like, you should be ashamed of your motherfucking self. Uh, but but I think that's a fan base issue, though. Okay. I, I, like, seriously, you know? Okay, segue. Perfect segue. Did you see UCLA in the Rose Bowl crowd? 
Whoa. Okay. Even KU had more fans. Okay. So, let's break this down in totality. I got to break this whole thing down. All right. Um, I'm going to... I got a little bit of clips of it. I don't know if... um, I think I can show that because they took away some other things, but I think the UCLA thing, I found out it was okay. But... The Rose Bowl basically had about 20,000 in it um, from this weekend's game against Bowling Green. Now, I've heard everyone come around say, okay, I've heard everything from don't schedule Bowling Green to, you know, um, it's 110 degrees and blah, blah, blah. There's a bunch of fucking excuses, right? And then everyone comes on and is like, have you ever been in the South in the summer and play? And we go to Alabama game in Tennessee? And, and da, 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 da. I've heard it all. I understand it. I understand it. Uh, I get all that. Um, but this, this is the game, obviously. This is the Rose Bowl. I want to break this down in a bunch of different ways. Okay, I'm going to break this, this down in a bunch of different ways. Now, number one way, Sarah, is this. That's the Rose Bowl. It's the largest stadium in the country. Holds like 125,000 if they ever were to open it all the way up. Uh, it's one of the oldest stadiums in the world, one of the most famous stadiums in the world, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I haven't heard anybody come out and actually be real about the fact that where UCLA, where USC, where these programs are, in relation to a packed Neyland Stadium in Tennessee, to a packed Ohio State Buckeye Stadium in Columbus, to a packed Indiana Hoosier Stadium, to a packed Lawrence, Kansas Stadium. Can I just defend UCLA, Sarah, for one minute? I, I just <laughs> have to defend them, and I want to make sure you yeah. guys understand. I just want you to get... So I'm not, a, I'm not an advocate. I, I think West Coast football is the shittiest in the country. Not not talent-wise. I think we have the most talent in the country. I think the buy-in is the shittiest. Now, this is why, though. We're in L.A., ladies and gentlemen. We're in L.A., okay? So, please let me clear the air here. It's not about the temperature, Roger Dawson. That's never been a thing. It is simply because UCLA is not very good. The interest level is not very high because we could be at the beach. We could be chasing women. We could be chasing guys. We could be in the, in the mountains. We could be fishing. We could be fucking at Hollywood. We could be in San Diego. We can be anywhere you <laughs> cannot be, you fucking backwood fucks. Christian in the room from fucking Eastern Kentucky. You can't be here. Sorry. Well, what about Florida? If that's the argument, what about Florida? Like, I mean, you have the Gators. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm getting there. That's what I say. You, but think about it. Where's Gainesville? Right near the beach, boy. <laughs> that's what, where's Gainesville, Florida? Where's Tallahassee, Florida? Yeah. No, I'm just saying. What I'm, yeah, it, yeah. On, on the Gulf. Right. What I'm saying is, though, that is a one pony ass town. You can't. Where do you where do you leave out of Tallahassee? What do you go do? It ain't, right. It ain't even close to California. People don't realize that whole area. It's a different culture, though. In California, it's like down here. It's 
let me ask Jesus, you this. Jesus, football, and... Let me ask you this. The better comparison, actually, in your state is Miami, Hurricanes. Have you seen their stadium the last few years? Mm-hmm. Pretty fucking empty, too. Very similar to an L.A., Hollywood, go to the beach, I could go do a million things in Miami, Miami nightlife, etc., etc. So... Very different than Tallahassee and Gainesville and, uh, you know, fucking FAU, um, Florida Atlantic or something like that, where it's just a smaller area confined. It's just similar to all these other big time schools. Um, Miami got a massive upgrade and people still aren't showing. Exactly. That's my point. Miami and L.A. are the closest relative schools you can compare in my opinion, because of all the other things. And I still wouldn't compare Miami to L.A. for this fact. we ha- You guys have the Heat, okay, but you have the fucking Marlins, who are horrible. You have Miami's the Dolphins. You have the Dolphins, who are horrible. We have the Rams Super Bowl champ. Lakers, the most rings in fucking NBA championship history. The Dodgers, second most championships in Major League Baseball history. We have a lot of other shit people want to go do. And there's a reason why the NFL and the Rams left L.A. to St. Louis, why the NFL still flourished in the L.A. um, media world, because L.A. still had the second largest media market with no NFL franchise. So it just tells you we don't care. We don't have an investment. Um, We don't buy in. It sucks, Sarah. It really does. It's just shitty. Like how many I want to know because Miami. All right. That's Miami is our port for more culture. You have more foreign people who live there. And I feel like L.A. is kind of that same type of demographic. Whereas in the South, football is a religion like that is how you grow up. That's what you do. I don't feel like in some of these cities that is the same that is reflected like in LA. I don't feel like it's a, a, a big college culture out there. Um, well, but I also, I, I mean, I was at a hockey tournament this weekend and one of the dads that was there is from New York. And he said he had never, he, he's never seen a football game in his life. Okay. So let me ask, let me tell you this. Let me, let me there's two things. That's, it's interesting. So, like, just for JUCO, for instance, the JUCO in Kansas is packed house. People love they because the town right. is of town. There's a town of eight or nine thousand people. There's seventy two JUCOs in LA alone, or in California alone that play football, and they're in towns of millions. So nobody's showing up to a JUCO game in Cali, but they'll show up to Independence, Kansas. There's nothing else to do. That is the fucking single most primary attraction in the town. So think about it. That is the same going for Columbus, Ohio. Gainesville, Florida. Um, Fucking Bloomington, Indiana. Lawrence, Kansas. Think about these traditional big-time powerhouses in basketball, whether it's football or basketball. In Lawrence, for instance, basketball. Columbus, football. Um, Birmingham, Alabama, or uh, Tuscaloosa, Alabama. There ain't shit to do in fucking Tuscaloosa. You better be at the Alabama football game. And they're a powerhouse. In L.A., there's a billion other things to do. And if it gets hot, it's just another added on excuse as to why I'm not going to show up. And 
the buy-in's just not very important here. It's just because of the lifestyle that's lived here that you just can't understand unless you're here. And it's like it's it's kind of like it's fucked up because the kids deserve it, but they just don't get it. And that's why a lot of Cali kids are actually leaving to go to an Alabama now, to go to a Tennessee, right. to go somewhere because they want that atmosphere that they're seeing on TV that they just don't see here in LA. Even that when culture. even when SC was packed, uh, Sarah, and when Pete Carroll's winning national title after national title, and USC was loaded, and the, they play in the Coliseum. And to answer your question, the buy-in. This is why. Where is Lawrence, Kansas? Jayhawk Stadium located? In the middle of the campus. Okay, what's the key word there? On their campus. Right. Where's Ohio State's uh, stadium? Where's Penn State's? Where's fucking Indiana's? Where's Alabama's? Where's everybody? Where's Tennessee? Where's uh, Ole Miss? Where's Mississippi State? Where's Clemson's? They're all on their campus. Do you know where UCLA's Rose Bowl is, Sarah, compared to Westwood's campus? How far is it? Hour and a fucking half. Well, in traffic. If I'm a student, in traffic. I'm definitely not going. There you go. That is why the buy-in is so much different. That's what I'm trying to explain to everybody. So let's just say, for instance, USC, South Central California, South Central LA. They don't have a campus, uh, a stadium on campus. They go. They play at the Coliseum, where the sports arena is, where the Los Angeles Clippers played for years. So, guess what? They got to fucking drive around the corner to go to the Coliseum, or they do a bunch of, you know, you could walk it, but it's about, I don't know, what it is, is it a mile, half mile? I don't know. It's not too far. From campus? Huh? From campus? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's not that bad. No, it's much better than UCLA, but it's still, it's still not an on-campus stadium. This is a rented-out facility. So... So this is what I, this is my point. Like the buy-in, like if I was a president of one of these schools, I would create a campus stadium for both. UCLA having a stadium campus, first of all, you make it where it's not 200 fucking thousand people because they're never going to fill it anyway. So you, you dumb down a stadium on campus, make it very intriguing, put, let's make it a 50,000 seat place and... Same with USC. I guarantee you get a little bit more interest because who wants to go from Westwood to Pasadena in a fucking Saturday traffic in L.A.? Like, it makes no <laughs> sense. Sarah, you have no clue. It's, it could be two hours, and it's only like 20 miles. It's like 20-mile drive, if that. Maybe 15 miles. So... I don't know. That's just my take on it. That's why you see these places like USC and UCLA... Uh, um, being shitty, but, um, and, 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 and to answer your question about the neutral site game selling out, if that's your rebuttal, um, that's a horrible one because first of all, you're fooling yourself if you think it's a neutral site. So you're telling me Georgia playing in Atlanta is a fucking neutral site for, for Oregon. <laughs> Come on, homie. Stop. Miss me with the bullshit. Georgia is outside of Atlanta. Everybody from Georgia went to the fucking game to support Georgia. Oregon wasn't at a neutral site in fucking Atlanta. Come on, man. You know what a neutral site is? Putting them motherfuckers in Utah. 
Make make Georgia fly to Utah and Oregon go to Utah and let's see who shows up then. That's a neutral site. So I, I, I'm tired of hearing the neutral site shit because LSU going to play at a neutral site. That guess where they play at? Where the fucking Saints play. <laughs> Come on, man. It's not a neutral site. The neutral site goes to the better team with the biggest draw. And Georgia is going to get the biggest draw, so why not put them in Atlanta where they make the money? And that's what that's what it is. And and I would never change that because Oregon ain't bringing no fucking draw like Georgia. They're not going to bring a draw like Tennessee. Tennessee, when they played UCLA out here one year, was half Tennessee fans in the Rose Bowl. It was half orange. Like, I was like, God damn, Tennessee travels. But the whole Southeast Conference travels. The whole Southwest, Mid- Midwest and South travels. So, I don't know. That's my take, Sarah. You... You've been to these other Southeast Conference games. I've been to an LSU-Arkansas game, one of the best fucking environments I've ever been in. I was on the sideline for the game. Uh, and it's crazy. You can drive that. You can make that drive from Arkansas to LSU, like, not very far. You know what I mean? That's why people don't realize how close shit is out there. Um, but I, I just wanted to get the buy-in based on the geographic locations and – I think that Do is Do you think it's the Pac-12? Nah, I think it's all location. I think it's I think it's really location because think about it. The Pac-12 championship game is played the last few years has been played in Frisco where the Niners play. And it ain't even half filled. It don't even fucking hill. It don't even half fill. And this is like Utah versus Oregon or 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 fucking a couple years ago it was UCLA versus uh Stanford and nobody's going so i i don't know i don't get it i mean you can go to any southeastern conference game and Tennessee could play ball state you're going to get a packed house yeah we're already having issues with pit did you see all the drama regarding where they want uh Tennessee fans to purchase their tickets no Oh my gosh. So they gave us an allotted section, which is all the way at the top. And it's like this little in their stadium. And so I guess a whole bunch of Tennessee fans were like, F this. And they've just decided they're going to buy their own tickets. Instead hey, Sarah, of I'm looking at this stat right here too on my computer. How about this shit? 61% of Los Angeles Latino, native Los Angelinos. Find themselves headed to a game, whether it's a Dodger, Laker, Rams, USC, UCLA football game. And if they're in traffic longer than 20 minutes, they turn around and go home. So holy shit. Think about that stat. 61% won't show up to the game because we have the worst traffic in the world. Oh my God. Tampa traffic's terrible though. Florida's getting pretty bad. Yeah. But just think about that though. Think about that stat. Like, that's fucking interesting. That's very interesting right there to, to uh No, nah, we don't support high school football, Jay Henry, whatsoever. Um we go to Bosco and Modern Day games. We don't go to no other fucking go to the inner go to a Compton High game. See if there's anybody at the motherfucker. We don't support that. We don't support that at all. Um I don't know. So Sarah, let's get into uh third and ten. We're we're moving on. Um Third and ten now. Um, <laughs> we got to get Sarah in that in those pads. Um, 
We're third and ten. All right. Bills play the Rams Thursday right here in L.A., SoFi Stadium. Um, Bills are favored to win the Super Bowl. The Rams are favored. They're number three favorite, uh, in, is according to Vegas. Um, the Rams still haven't signed OBJ. They they There's a few things they haven't done. But the, the, the Bills seem like they're a little more healthier. The Rams... Got a few uh, issues. Uh, Van Jefferson, one of their wideouts, are hurt, is hurt. I don't know if he's going to play. Um, OBJ is not signed anywhere. He's hurt. So, I don't know what you think. Um, I think the Rams and the Bills could possibly play for a Super Bowl. But NFL Thursday night football, NFL and football is officially back, Sarah. What do you think? What's going on in your head? I know you're happy. I guess. <laughs> I'm I'm just you really focused big. on this college season. So you're but you're, you're am, pro college. You don't even watch NFL at all. I, I do, but not as hardcore as I do college. Like that's my bread and butter. Yeah, no doubt. No, I used to be a college guy um, a lot more. But see, remember when I've been coaching for the last twenty something years, I haven't been able to watch college or pro because I'm coaching on Saturdays right. and I'm coach and I'm working on Sundays, getting ready for the next week. So I could we we turn the games on in the office, but other than that, you know, you don't get to watch a lot of football as coaches, and then you just kind of root for your players that you send on. So I don't really have teams at college or the NFL level, um, but it is what it is. Um, but I think you could, I don't think you could start off as an NFL, uh, marketing ploy to start off any better than, than the Rams bills kickoff game. I, so. I do think the bills will do really good this year. Yeah. They're in a horrible division. Just like the Patriots were forever. Now it's the bills yeah. turn. Now it's the bills turn to see those other teams shitty. And, you know, we're going to see what Miami can do. We're going to see if new England can even survive or they're going to fall all the way off the map. And we're going to see if uh, the Jets can even be competitive. Um, by the way, the Jets cut my kid today off the practice squad, Calvin Jackson, for a punter. Um, unfortunate. I'm going to bring him on the show maybe this week, and we'll discuss it. Um, he'll get picked back up, though, I'm pretty sure. But that just happened uh, right before the show started today, so it's kind of a shitty deal. Um, so, Sarah, I'm, I, I want to get into a few things. Um I got a few things for you, okay? All right. <laughs> I, I I have a top 10. You don't have to do this because I, I didn't tell you this. But are you into like made up, not made up humans. I don't like made up humans. <laughs> but are you into like made up characters? Made up characters? Yeah, like Batman, Superman, you know. Oh, I like the Avengers and stuff like that. All right, who's your like top? Marvel. I, I got, can you give? Can you? Can you think you could say your top ten? Or, or I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you my top ten. I'm gonna put on the ticker. Everybody, make sure you drop this. Uh, what you think? This is my most. This is my top ten most favorite all time made up characters. All right. So, I don't want to show it because you guys all fucking just look at number one. So I'm not gonna show it. I'm just gonna break it down. Uh, number 10, Sarah, Flash Gordon. <laughs> Flash Gordon's number 10 for me. I just, I don't know. I, I just thought he was an interesting... So whoever thought of making Flash Gordon was very... Uh, I'm, I'm interested in knowing why that was, and he created a hell of a fucking uh, 
dude. All right. Number nine, Sarah, I don't know if you know anything about video games or like uh, famous video games. Scorpion. You know the Scorpion is from uh, like uh, DC Marvel Comics and... Uh, like The Rock? And Mortal Kombat. Oh, I know Mortal Kombat, but like, is this like The Rock? Does that have anything uh, no, to do no, with no, it? No, 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 oh, Scorpion okay, okay, is okay, the guy. No. Scorpion <laughs> is the fighter in Mortal Kombat, the video game. Okay. All right. Number eight, Freddy Krueger. Nightmare on Elm Street. I think he's one of the ma- best made-up characters of all time. I'll never put him ahead of my favorite, though, Jason. Jason, Friday the 13th, is my, is my favorite favorite. Most fa- he's almost my most favorite horror movie guy, but I have one guy better than him. But these are made up humans. Nah, they're not made up <laughs> humans. Fuck, I can't say made up humans. <laughs> they're they're uh, fictional made- characters. Yeah, they're made up characters. Facebook. So Jason Friday Thirteenth is one of my favorite. All right, I got the Joker at number seven. Um, I got the Joker, and then right before the Joker, I got Spider Man. I think Spider-Man, not only are the movies better, I thought the movies were a little better than, than Flash Gordon and and, 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 and and fucking Nightmare on Elm Street. So I like Spider-Man a little better. Um, Which Spider-Man? Um, I like the first one with the little... Toby? Yeah. I like Toby's better. Um, all right, here's one. Jeepers Creepers. That guy. Oh God! That guy is one of my favorite. He's my top. He's number four. He comes in at number four for me um, as my most one of my favorite all time made up characters. And then I got Batman at three because I just think Batman and and then I'm gonna give you away number two Superman. So I got Superman and Batman back to back. I just think they're pretty they're pretty dominant in their which era. Batman though which Batman just the just the whole thing like just Batman himself like being made. Batman and then you can come up with whatever movie you like um same with Superman you know I'm an original Superman guy by the way but um all right now number one my all-time favorite made-up person all right is Baraka. <laughs> Do you know who that is? Is that Mortal Kombat? Yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite dude all time. You didn't know who that is? I I mean I know like I've played Mortal Kombat. That guy? Yeah. That's the What's the girl's right name, there. Katina? That's the fucking dude right there. And anyone in the chat who don't agree with me, fuck you. All right, Sarah, give me a couple. You got it? Just give me a few. I threw that on you last minute before I get you. I'm going to throw right, some more. I've got eight. Huh? I said I've got eight. All right, let me hear. I got they hear. have to be like, they don't have to be cartoon characters, right? Nah, anybody made up. Okay, so number one is Lene Kakua. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Is that a porn star? Okay. No, it's Manti Teo's fake girlfriend. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's a made-up totally human. Totally kidding. That's a made-up human, by the way. Uh, <laughs> okay, so No, hold number on, one. No, hold on, dog. Rocky Balboa is, a, is more of a movie that I'm going to break that down. I got that next <laughs> in my top five, so hold up. Um, all right, go ahead, Sarah. 
Okay, so number one is John Dutton. Who? John Dutton from Yellowstone. Fuck is that? You've never watched Yellowstone? No. Oh my God. We have got to get you watching Yellowstone. I don't it's watch like TV like that. Badass cowboy. Oh, like, fuck. Pow Pow Ranch stuff, you know? that like. Are you sure he's not a real guy? It's Kevin Costner. I mean, are you sure he's not playing like a wider? John Dutton's not a real. No, not it's not that. No, but no, it's it's not. It's fictional. Um, All right, John Dutton. <laughs> then, then uh, his daughter Beth Dutton, obviously. She's number. Then two. I, she's number two. Then I have Iron Man. Iron then Man. I have Thor. I'm not, I'm not an Iron Man guy. I like Iron Man. Okay. Oh. I think it's just more the intellectual kind of you know vibes i kind of like a nerdy dude sometimes um ant-man just because it's paul rudd oh fuck i've never i, I love, could never I love even paul watch ant-man there's no way well i love paul rudd so even if it's paul rudd and clueless i just whatever role he's gonna play um fucking right brian martinez i like batman and not iron man fuck iron man i don't even know what iron man is i iron man ain't no real motherfucker that i grew up with Fuck Iron Man. Tony Stark. Batman beat Iron Man's fucking ass. Okay, go ahead. Um, and my daddy will beat your daddy's ass. Huh? Ninja Turtles. Really? Yes. Wow. That's a little soft, but okay. That's my generation, though. Okay. Um, Transformers, obviously. Optimus Prime. Yeah. Bumblebee. Yeah. I don't really know all I got right now. All right, now <laughs> everyone in that, all the haters in the room here. Let, let me let me get to. We're gonna get back to football real quick because I have my top five action movies, but I have my top five action movie sequels only. Sarah, I'm gonna talk about my top five action movies that they had to have had a sequel to them. So they can't just be your top five action movies; they have to at least have a sequel. So we're gonna talk about that. And uh, we're also going to talk about some, this is interesting, Sarah, I'm throwing this on you, top five non-negotiables. Oh my God. Top five (laughs) non-negotiables, we're going to get into that later on. Um, Let me get into my top five coaches, Sarah, and I want to get your take. Top five coaches who need to win to keep their jobs. You ready to break this down? Let's see. All right, I'm going to put it on the ticker. Here's my top five. Top five coaches who need to win to keep their job for this year. I got Scott Frost at number one. He's got to win. I got Brian Harson at number two at Auburn because he's already on the hot seat. I got Scott Satterfield at Louisville. I got Kid Numa He's at Navy. And then I have Chip Kelly at UCLA as my top five on the hot seat. Um now, listen, Sarah, there are several others that are on the hot seat. I would throw Carl Durrell at Colorado in there. I would throw David Shaw at Stanford in there. Um, I would throw I would throw um, Jeff Scott, the kid that's at South Florida in there. Um, there's Dino Babers at Syracuse. Um Fucking Sark is just going into his second fucking year. What do you mean? Are you, how are you going to put Kalani Sataki in has to win, Jay Henry? Are you fucking joking me? 
Kalani's won 10 fucking football games every year. Are you kidding me at BYU? I would throw Willie Taggart in there, of course. I would throw Marcus Arroyo at UNLV in the mix. And I would throw... I would throw Neil Brown at West Virginia in there, and I would also throw Mike Norvell at Florida State in there. I Ooh. think if he gets, a, if he has a bad year, if he has another bad year, uh, I don't know if there's any saving him from the money they've paid him. Um, and I don't know. That's just kind of my take. I also have an interesting one. Justin Wilcox at Cal. Um, Justin Wilcox at Cal is, has got to be on the hot seat. He hasn't done anything. Really? There. Yeah, he hasn't done anything at Cal. Um, they've done nothing at Cal. So, um, Some of you guys' comments, dog, blow me away. What? They just beat LSU. So if he goes one and fucking nine, <laughs> is, that, is, is it okay? Is he still okay, bro? Like, you motherfuckers are so fucking dumb with your comments. It's unbelievable. What has he done the last two years, Brian? What has Norville done at Florida State? You don't think he's on the fucking hot seat just because he beat LSU game one? He's clear and free? Motherfucker, he's got to win. Or he's going to be fired. So, that's my take. Uh, the kid at Bowling Green also, Scott Leffler. Um, I don't know. There's some guys on. There's a lot of other guys you could probably look at. Um, you know, but... Big schools. Definitely Scott Frost. Scott Frost's got to be the number one target i'm sure um brian kelly is not getting fired no he's year, I, I don't know he's what these people one. are talking about he's year one fuck dude. yeah this is no he's year one um there's some small schools sarah but but scott satterfield at louisville they got dominated the other night and i thought louisville was supposed to be a lot better they absolutely got dominated like 35 seven um that is not a good look and they got beat by Syracuse so mm. Syracuse Dino Baber is a good friend of mine he's also got to be on the hot seat um people just in the chat blow my mind they're just saying names <laughs> I know, this da is what Dabo, I'm reading I'm like Dabo. What? Wait, get the fuck out of here you got three natties shut the fuck up he's not going nowhere <laughs> you know where Dabo's going to Alabama when Saban retires that's how fucking solidified Dabo is in this business. Um, oh, what about Butch Jones at uh, Arkansas State? <laughs> yeah, but it's Arkansas State. <laughs> it's Arkansas State. Like, who gives a fuck, right? Um, <laughs> and they're, they're going to play Ohio State this weekend. It's, it's unbelievable. Should be a good one. It's unbelievable. Um, if Willie Taggart gets fired again, they better not ever fucking hire that motherfucker again. They better not fucking hire his ass again. Um, I don't know. There's some other guys out there, but I like Tom Allen in Indiana. I know he's on the hot seat for some people, but I like him. He's a good guy. He's a great coach. I think he's a good dude. The kids love him. Um, he's just at a tough place. Indiana, Bloomington, Indiana is a tough fucking place when you got Michigan Illinois and Minnesota's coming up. You got you got Wisconsin. You got you got Ohio State. These are not these are not far drives from you, like from from Indiana. So Indiana is in a very very uh, tough spot, and um, 
So I don't know. I, I that's my take on the hot seat coaches. But I but I think Harson is gonna get fired if Auburn goes five hundred. Yeah, there's just a different expectation. Yeah. Yeah, I lost weight, motherfucker. Um, where you been? <laughs> um My dick got bigger though. How fucking ironic is that? All right. So um we're still in third and long. Let me break down. I want to get. I want to transition to some NFL, Sarah. I know you don't. I know you're not big on NFL. I'll carry you for this one. Okay. Uh, I want to talk about, but you know the players, so I want to talk about. Yeah. Um, my top five NFL players who need to ball this year, or you're going to see them just dissipate and be done forever. All right. What I mean by done forever is they're going to have the negative narrative from this point going forward, especially after a couple of my guys I'm in this list have just signed big deals and the other ones are trying to sign big deals. So this is going to be a critical time for these five players. I can probably name 15. We're going to name five top five NFL players who need to ball. All right. And then I don't know if you have five you think need the ball, but here's my top five. Here we go. Number one, Saquon Barkley. He has been a disappointment due to injury. I think he's a bleeder, just like CP2, um, the basketball player, Chris Paul. He just can't stay healthy, and sometimes you, when you can't stay healthy, it's, it's a you problem. I'm sorry. That just is what it is. You're a bust, and at the end of the day, I think you're a bust. McCaffrey, I think he's right there with him. He, he's been great. He's shown signs of being great. He's been injury prone, and he's going to either make it or break it this year. I'm sorry. Uh, But those two running backs are critical only because running back is the most critical assessed position in the NFL. So, and it's the most short-lived position in the NFL, Sarah. They don't last very long at the NFL level playing running back. I'm sorry. They just don't. Running backs are very, very short-lived positions. Um. Saquon Barkley, Christian McCaffrey, and I got Lamar Jackson. This is why Lamar's in here. He's in a he's in a contract year that he's trying to get the bag. He's trying to get a Deshaun Watson bag. And he is betting on himself to get this bag. And if he if he doesn't do very well, um he fucked himself and he probably lost. $200 million because there's no way they're paying him if he has an average season this year. The Ravens aren't very good this year, and he doesn't have an agent, and he's negotiating for himself. <laughs> he is putting a lot of onus on himself, Sarah. It's very, very bad look, and I feel bad for him because I understand you're dropping your nuts and you're letting them hang and you're trying to go all out, but at the end of the day, you need 10 other players on your team, actually 21 other players on your team, to fucking support you and have your back and ball out. And I don't know if he's got the team in place. I don't know if he has the skill set to do it. And uh, I don't know if he's going to make it. So he's got a tremendous burden on him. Dak Prescott, just he just got the bag. Yeah. He, he, he's got all this hype. He's on America's team. Um, you know, you, you got the fucking craziest owner, the most well-recognized owner in sports. Um, 
Dak Prescott has a lot of pressure on him to ball this year, and 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 he has to ball this year, or he's gonna be got. He's gonna be the next Kirk Cousins when it comes to he got he robbed the NFL. He robbed the NFL, right? That's what they're gonna say. <laughs> so, uh, you know, that's kind of what they'll say about Dak if he don't ball. And then Kyler Murray just got the bag. We already know the narrative. He has to perform. If he don't perform, uh, everyone's going to say this guy's full of shit. He's shitty. He doesn't prep hair. He doesn't prep. Da-da-da-da-da. So I think these five are the most – these are the five that's going to pop out at you. Um and, well, no, Wentz doesn't need to be on this list, Bruce Helms, because Wentz is already sorry. He's already shitty. We know he's shitty. He's been traded three times because he's shitty. So, it's same with Baker Mayfield. He doesn't need to be on this list. He's already shitty. I'm not going to put shitty players on here. <clears throat> this is for the guys that have played two or three years that have already on the cusp of having to prove themselves to get a big contract, okay? So, yeah, but Daniel Jones, he's not a big-name guy, though. You guys all say, why would I put Julio Jones on there, fucking Eddie Bennyweather? Julio Jones played in the NFL fucking 12 years. Why would I put him on this list? Are you fucking kidding me? Jesus Christ. Mm, Um, What about Ezekiel? Elliot? Elliot. Zeke? Yeah, there's a fly on here. Ooh. I think Zeke's already proven himself. I think he's already at the other side. He's north of his greatness. He's already beyond the pick. I think he's already past it. Um, I'm not expecting anything from him. So let me ask you this, Sarah. Are you expecting Saquon Barkley to be more explosive than Zeke Elliott is this year? Yeah. I, uh... I mean, I'm just saying on paper. You, you He's younger. He's younger. He's yeah. he's. He's he's not had he hasn't endured all the banging and the hits that Zeke has gone through. So you got a guy that's a young guy who you expect to ball out, but he's been hurt so many years, and it's like Zeke Elliott, dog. He's already played. He's already balled. He's he's old. He's knocked out. Zeke Elliott's is done. He's done. I'm just telling you. So Zeke Elliott is fucking washed up, Eddie Manyweather. So is Dak Prescott. Your Cowboys are fucking shitty, Eddie. Just fucking shut up about it. They are shitty. The Cowboys are overachieving team in fucking professional sports. Sorry to hurt your fucking feelings. Um, I don't want to put. I don't want to put Jalen Hurts in there because Jalen Hurts again. I already know he's shitty. Jalen Hurts is shitty. I don't expect Jalen Hurts to be a baller. Um. By the way, Jason Peters got signed. He's 40 years old. You know where they put him, right? They put him on the fucking practice squad. They put him on the practice squad. So, trust me. Um, <laughs> Eddie's he's so... You. Eddie's so pro. Y- yes. He's blinded by, by fucking Jerry Jones's bullshit. Hi. Um, at least he rides or dies for his team. <laughs> I think Trubisky is definitely on that list. On there. I want it because he's he's already done. Like nobody's Sarah. Are you are you are you seriously <laughs> expecting him to do big things? No, that's my point. So why would I put him on this list? So mm, yeah, you know what I mean. I wouldn't put him on this list, but that's just me. Um, 
I don't know. That's just my top five. I don't know if you have any names um, that you think need to 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 over. There's some players on the list. I mean, there's some players. What out about Tannehill? Huh? Tannehill with the Titans. What do you think about that situation? Again, his expectation level to me isn't that high. I, I don't think he's going to. Okay. He's not a guy that can win an MVP. You know what I'm saying? He's not a guy that can win an MVP. I would consider Derek Carr to be more on this list because he's make or break. I'm just telling you right now. He's either going to – he has to do it or if he's done, he's going to be a guy that's a journeyman and be traded around the league because they're going to say, this guy can't get it done. He can't win the big one. He can't win the meaningful game. You know what I'm saying? So right. that's that's my opinion on him. Um, yeah, Jeff Goff is shitty. I mean, golf is shitty. I don't need to see golf. I already know he's shitty. Um, I'm not a hater for the Cowboys, homie. I don't give a fuck about your Cowboys. I don't care about any team. I talk the truth. I talk about the Rams. I talk about the Raiders. I talk about fucking whoever. If It's just the truth. Trey Lance, I can, you can call it that, but he's this is his first fucking meaningful play. This is the first time you're going to see Trey Lance play meaningful minutes, dog. It's hard to tell... That this guy is going to be having one make or break year because he hasn't played in three years and he played FCS football. <laughs> Sarah, he played FCS. Can you get out of my nutsack, homie? Fuck. God damn. Come here, dude. God damn. Um, so, you know, I don't know. Um, I just. What about Patrick Mahomes? Uh, he's not a make or break because he already signed 500 grand or $500 million contract. So he's not a make-or-break guy. He's not a make-or-break guy because he's already solidified. Everybody thinks he's the God. And, and, and I he's, he's not. not. He's not God. And I think he's going to be shitty this year. But I also think I also think the Chiefs are going to be shitty. Yes, I agree. What's up, dude? Motherfucker. Um, so anyway, let me take this motherfucker out and let's take a piss break. Let's take a piss break, a four-minute piss break. We'll be right back and we're going to break down some more top fives and we're going to get into a bunch of fucking other things, including the transfer portal take and me and Sarah are going to fucking cuss each other out. Stay tuned for that. We will be back in four minutes and uh, I'll see you in a second. So here's my top Damn, five dude. fucking of all time. Tony Gonzalez is the premier tight end in my generation, not only did we play against each other in high school, growing up together, his old, his older brother was actually one of my JUCO tight ends. His name is Chris Gonzalez, by the way. Went to Huntington Beach High School, grew up right up the street. We played together in the we actually played each other in high school twice. Um, he also played basketball when I for his high school. We were obviously the number one team in the country in basketball. He was a great basketball player as well. Played at Cal Berkeley. It was Jason Kidd, um, Tremaine Folks, another good friend of mine. He was on that squad. Uh, Ed Gray, another L.A. kid. That Cal team was great. I think they lost in the Elite Eight uh, to Duke, I want to say, or North Carolina. But that, that Cal team was really good. Tony Gonzalez was a problem in college basketball. Could have played in the NBA. Uh, I don't think he would have ever had the same career, obviously. He would have just been a big, bulky power forward in the, in the NBA. You know, he's 6'6". Uh, probably could, you know, at that time. Um, but he was a great inline blocker. He was a great pass receiver and catcher. He obviously, and also was, uh, 
he did a lot of things that tight ends at that time were not willing to do. Um, but Tony was a all around tight end who holds most records and he played longer. That's one of the reasons I cannot put Gronk in there. I do think Gronk is probably the most talented tight end to play the game, but I don't put him there because I think he's played 11 years. He's only 33 years old, and I don't think you can put him as the best already. I think he scored in three of his four Super Bowl victories. Um. But anyway, Ozzie Newsom is my number two tight end. Ozzie Newsom redefined the position. He is what the Antonio Gates of the world, the Shannon Sharps, all those guys became later. Ozzie Newsom, also a friend of mine who, who was the player personnel of the Baltimore Ravens for a long time, a guy named Art Perkins who played running back for the San Diego Chargers, L.A. Rams, actually was a Compton College alum who was a coach at Compton College who coached my coach, who also allowed me to come into OTAs and minicamp with the Ravens way back for a couple days. Art Perkins is a great guy. Learned from Ozzie Newsom. Uh, played in that era. Ozzie Newsom was a different human. People don't realize that. Everyone wants to talk about the firemen and the plumbers and shit. The JJ Reddit quote, which will okay, well, how's that going now? <laughs> now that all these old school motherfuckers have came out and showed you that you fucking bitch made motherfuckers could never even have played in our era. A little less fucking played every game in our era. But anyway, Ozzie Newsom, I think, deserves a lot of fucking credit for what he did um, as a Colt, as a Brown. Uh, you know, he was original fucking vertical threat tight end that you did not see. Everybody was inline tight ends at the time. So Ozzie Newsom is one of my fa uh, set number two. I put Gronk at three. I put Gronk at three. Um, like I said, I've already talked about Gronk, so I put him. That's where I put him. All right, all right, all right. My bad. You good, sir? I'm good. All right. Um, it's like 120 degrees here. Number one problem I have. So I want everyone to know. I got 100 and about 20 degree heat here. It's all time high. It's fucking unbelievable. Um, so I can't leave my dogs out. And people are like, well, why would you leave them out anyway? This is the reason I leave them out. My girl is in fucking heat. So Bonham is trying to fuck her. Her own son, Ash, is in here with me trying to fucking sniff her. And then I got that drama. My two boys already fought. So, like, I got a shit show going on. I'm doing, like, three shows a day. Motherfuckers should all... Everyone in here should tip me, like, $100 and shit. Um, <laughs> I appreciate everybody coming on in here. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. Um... Yeah, we've already done an hour and a half. I didn't know that. Um, I got a few more top fives I want to get into, Sarah. Um, oh. um, we talked about the top five coaches who I think have to win in the NFL. I mean, in, in college. I want to talk about the top five NFL coaches who I think have to win to keep their job. Um. I don't know if you really pay attention to NFL like that, but people are going to say to me today in a conversation that Andy Reid needs to win. 
And I said, what the fuck are you talking about? Do you think the Chiefs are really going to fire fucking Andy Reid? If you think so, you're a fucking idiot. There's no possible way. So, Andy Reid ain't going nowhere. Now, I have an interesting take. As much as I like Harbaugh, they got a win in the Ravens, I think, or, or they're going to get rid of him because of the Lamar Jackson scenario. I think John Harbaugh is going to, to have issues if they don't win. Hmm. And I don't know enough about that. I think Tomlin's unfireable. I don't think Tomlin can be fired. I don't think I don't think Tomlin can be fired. But but I do think that Harbaugh's fireable only because he has sold his soul to the devil for making that roster a triple option <laughs> offense. So that's just what it is. They're a triple option offense and they're going to they're catering to they're catering to Lamar Jackson. And they've made that offense cater to him. So that's just what it is. Um, that's my personal opinion. Um, everyone's saying Sarah's like, ooh, NFL. Yeah, she don't like the NFL. She's going to have to learn it. She's going to have to learn um, it. I am. I'm going to have to pay more attention. It's really hard for me. Yeah. Big trust. Whoop, whoop. Big trust. <laughs> that motherfucker. Ingram's a fool. Uh, I mean, uh, what's in the fool? Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Andy Reid ain't going nowhere. Um, what about Cliff Kingsbury? I I think he's on the hot seat. I, I think he has to win. He's one of my guys on the hot seat. I think Mike McCarthy in the, at Dallas is on the hot seat. And I, I would agree. And I also think that um, what year is this for what's his name in, uh, in Denver? This, this is the thing. NFL is not for long. That's what it stands for. If right. You don't think, if you don't win instantly, man, almost in the NFL, you're going to be fucking ch- – you're going to be fired. And – Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera, is, Ron Rivera just got to Washington, and he's already being talked about as in the hot seat. And this is a franchise that don't even have a fucking name. <laughs> what is their what? Is, like, did they come out with a name yet? Yeah, was, they're it, the, they're was the, it Commanders or com- something? Comrades, aren't they? Or Commanders? Fuck, Commanders. No. That's right. Yeah. If I, again, if I don't know your name, it's because I don't fucking know, care. Um. Oh, yeah, Hackett's in, in in year one. Okay, Hackett's just got there. I forgot they got rid of Fangio. Daniel Hackett. So, yeah, Hackett's there. Um, I don't know. There's some team, There's some NFL coaches that, that are going to be very, very uh, – are going to be looked at very harshly this year. And, uh, unfortunately, there's some new teams in there, but Kingsbury's definitely on there. He's got to be one of the – he's the Scott Frost of the NFL, in my opinion. Oh. Um, what yeah, about they got rid of um, Fangio, Jeremiah? Yeah, I, uh, I forgot they got rid of him. Um, Hackett's new, so he'll be okay. Uh, you know, and it could happen to a better guy. It couldn't happen to a better guy. Um, what I mean by that is Clingsbury being on the fucking hot seat. That motherfucker's a shitbird. He needs to be fired. I'm just kidding. I don't. I don't. I don't hate to say people need to be fired, but. He's a fucking shit. Who's the uh, coach for uh, the Atlanta Falcons? Do you think he's on the – what's his name? I Arthur can't think Smith. of it. Arthur, right? Yeah, he just – he's second year. I, I don't think he's there yet. Um, I think they're going to give him a shot. Pete Carroll, 
is not going anywhere. He's got too much power, and he don't care anyway. So you can't fire people that don't really care because it's the bottom line. He's got a G, he's a GM. He's got a two. He's been a two Super Bowls. He's won one, and he has all complete autonomy with that roster. And so, what are you gonna do? Fire him? Okay, go ahead. Good luck. I mean, Seahawks have never been this, this good ever. So, um, it is what it is. Um, what about this one though? What about the dude, the weirdo fuck in Philly? Because Philly has a roster now, and the expectation for the roster has been elevated. And if the Eagles don't meet expectations, they could get rid of that dude. Um, what's his name? Sarini or whatever? In Philly? Yeah. Hmm. Sirianni, Sirianni or whatever. I, it, it's crazy because Brian Martinez, Levy Smith just fucking took the job, homie. Yeah, Levy Smith. Do you not just talk out year. your ass, dog? Do you have enough fucking books to read, homie? Are you just talking out of your ass? You know who else? Frank Reich, I think, is entering year five for the Colts. He could very well be on that list, too. Um, you know... I don't know. I don't think he could be on that list because he's only he he's only this is year five for him, Sarah. So he's got something to prove. Um, and he has Matt Ryan. They didn't get it done with Carson Wentz. He made that decision to bring Carson Wentz. And when you start to do those things, upper management looks at you like, look, man, we we gave you the money. You you got the money. Now you couldn't win. So, um. I don't know. We're going to see. We're going to see how it goes. Um, that's just my opinion. Uh, let me break yes, down. Yes, Mike Brable's safe. What in the hell? He's not going anywhere. He was coach of the year. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think he's going to go anywhere. Um, not yet, but right now, Sarah, right now, who is your BCS playoff final four? Right now, oh, Sarah. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. You have to. Can't. You can't say Tennessee. You don't want. She wants to wait six weeks, everybody, so she can say Tennessee. No, you have to say it. No, now. they won't. Uh, okay, so you've what seen, I have. All right, hold on. You've seen college football for two notes. weeks. Or not two weeks, but you've seen a week and a half of college football. You've basically seen everybody play or heard about everybody playing that's going to play this year. So I know, but this is hard. It's tough. I know it is, but it's not really tough for me because I told you football's watered down. There's not a lot of good fucking teams out there. So, so Bama, Georgia, Ohio State, Notre Dame. Notre Dame lost. They're out. No. I really, I mean, their, their defense, they're a lot better than we anticipated. Who? Definitely. Who? Notre Dame. Nah, I don't agree. I, I think Ohio State, first game jitters on offense. Defenses are always ahead of offenses first game. And I think Ohio State uh, sputtered, to say the least. And uh, I don't think Ohio State, I don't think Notre Dame's very good. And I don't know if Ohio State is going to be the team we think they are. Uh, everybody's automatically putting them in that top four category. I don't know if they are because, uh, like, I don't That's know. That's my top four right now. Like my top four. Yeah. After this week. 
That's your top four after this week. That's fine. That's what after I want to do. Week. I want to do this every week, though. That's why. Right. So, so that's why I'm doing this. Um, so that's kind of why I'm interested to see your four every week go from here. And now we have it on record. So now we could <laughs> fucking hold you to it. Um, yeah. Here's my four. Uh, I'll post it on the thing. Um, right now, as of right now, because I, and I, and I would have put Clemson on this list. If I didn't watch them play last night, because they looked average, and I'm be honest, even though their defense is very good, I don't believe Georgia Tech's that good at all. And here's my top four: I got Bama, Ohio State, Georgia, and Michigan right now. So I have Michigan up there too. Yeah, like, that's only I'm because five. I'm curious. They don't have a real tough schedule until a couple of weeks, and they're going to get through this two quarterback system bullshit. So I'm curious to see how that unfolds because they just they're gonna beat Hawaii by eighty. They're gonna beat fucking they 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 they're gonna figure out that the quarterback's gonna be McCarthy, I'm sure. And they're gonna go with this. And so I don't know. That's just kind of how I'm I'm leaning. I'm leaning that way. Um right now, that's my top four. But it could change. We're gonna see. I'm curious to see. I wanna see USC play five games. And if they're undefeated and they're rolling and they're boat racing fools, I'm going to say, okay, maybe SC really brought in a bunch of people. Um, I did, think USC's talented. Um, yeah. It's a, it's better a, coach, but. It's the transfer portal. I mean, that's that is what it is. Uh, you know, the portal, you can become good any at any time. And that's just. That's my opinion. You can get good in one year now. And that's just uh, my opinion. The top 10 came out today. Um, we got Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State. Ohio State was was two. They dropped one. They, they, they bumped Michigan up four spots to number four. Clemson fell one to five. A&M stayed at six. They stayed neutral at six. Uh, Notre Dame <laughs> dropped three spots only to eight. Baylor jumped up one, and SC came up four spots for putting up 66 points on fucking Rice. Um, SC just continues to get that hype. That There's a lot of hype schools out there. Texas is one. A&M is one. Oklahoma is one. Michigan is one. USC is one. Miami is one. Florida State is one. Florida is one. Penn State, oh my God. Penn State is one. There's a lot of schools where everybody still thinks they're the Florida of Urban Meyer's era. They're the Miami of Dennis Erickson's era. Or even Larry Coker era. They're not. They're not that no more. Notre Dame's not who they were. Texas is not who they were. USC's not who they were. It's Oklahoma's not who they were. Sorry. Um... You guys that love Oklahoma, they're just not. And they have never been, to, in my opinion. And This ain't the 80s when they were fucking running triple option boat racing, folks. There, Wait, there's, Oklahoma there's teams their, out there that time. aren't very good. Huh? I said Oklahoma had their time. Yeah, but it, the, the recent time that they've been good, they've got boat race in the BCS. SC put 55 on them. They, they, they lost to fucking Alabama big. They lost to Clemson big. So they've lost to Ohio State big. So, like, you know, 
I don't know. I, I, I don't know. That's just my take. I think that it's it's gonna I I think it's gonna um eventually um all my can of dips fucking fell. I think it's gonna uh what the fuck's going on? I don't know. I think the like teams that will surprise you. I have USC. I also have Arkansas and I have Utah on my list. Utah's done. No, Utah is a lot better. Yeah, but they're done. They lost. They're not done. They're done. A, a Pac-12 team loses one time. They're not getting in the playoff. No way, girl. Sorry. They're done. You cannot lose a game on the West Coast and be considered to be in the playoff. You're done. <sighs> Especially not a blue-collar team like, or, like, like Utah. They don't have the pizzazz. They don't have the... The, the Heisman candidate, they don't have the, the media coverage. They play on the West Coast. You guys are already asleep when they're playing at night. <laughs> I mean, that's really what it is. I mean, I'm being honest. That's the truth of the matter, and that's just what it is. So, so the bottom line is Utah lost. They're done. SC would have to run the table to have a shot, in my opinion. Um We'll see. We'll see. I'm Everybody kidding. thinks I'm like this. I, I am a ride or die Tennessee fan, but I'm also extremely realistic. Extremely realistic. Like, I'm not one of them that's like, oh, we're going to win the whole thing this year. We've got some work to do, definitely, on our defense. But it's too early, in my opinion, to call Florida, Kentucky, Tennessee, that whole entire South, Car- South Carolina's not even in that. I'm not even putting South Carolina in there. Yeah. No, it's you're, just, you're right. You know what I mean? It's too early. I need to see them play at least a couple more times to really get a feel for this year's team. Yeah, at least you're honest. I mean, yeah, Utah hasn't Utah doesn't have enough talent ahead of them on their schedule to beat to move up the ranks. They don't have I could see yeah. if they played like Ohio State this week and go knock them off, and then they come out and beat SC week six. Now you could have an argument that Utah can move up, right? But they don't have no other team to beat. They're gonna they have to go through the SEC conference and and fucking Southern Utah FCS school this week. That that. But I mean, that, honestly, they should have won that game. Yeah, they should have won. But you know, hey, horseshoes and hand grenades. <laughs> if if it was a fifth, it wasn't we'd because be they didn't play better. A lot of that was ref calls. Definitely, definitely. But still, you got to expect that. You're going to the swamp, you got to expect it. Um, so, I don't know. Um, I got an interesting take. I want to talk about my, before we talk some uh, some more football, um, and then I'm going to talk about our climax portion of this. We're going to get to the <laughs> climax uh, portion. Um, Eddie Manyweather is really stuck on the Cowboys, it looks like. Um his EBT card got shut off, so he had to change over to his fucking his fucking Amex. Hey, FAMU is better than everybody <laughs> thinks, too. Uh, I'm, I'm with him and Wido on this. With what? With Deion Sanders' son. You have to look at the stats. You know what I'm saying? I know that everybody's like, oh, well, this is who it is or whatever. But honestly... What? I think he's one of the best QBs in college football right now. 
Oh. And I think that Shadir Sanders. Yes. <laughs> uh, what were his stats? What were his stats? Lord help us all. Lord help us. He's okay. Him uh, here and we fucking go, Spencer Five. Rattler. What? He would dog Spencer Rattler. I don't even know where to go. My co-host just came out and made a blanket statement. What do I do? And we know Eddie Manyweather's going to come out and defend. He's going to defend all the brothers that play quarterback. It doesn't matter who they are, Eddie. Shut the fuck up. I'm sorry. It doesn't matter what color you are. Deion Sanders' son is fucking horrible. Oh, my God. Don't no, he's not. Don't fucking talk to me about being an elite quarterback because he fucking was 15 of 15 versus fucking Florida A&M. Shut the fuck up. Who's a better up. team? Who's a better team? Holy sh... No, they're not anymore. Oh, man. Deion Sanders' son will now. never be an NFL quarterback, A. B... How can you say he's one of the best if he cannot go to the NFL? Now, if you told me, Sarah, and I'm talking to everybody in this list, if you told me that he is just, I'm just talking quarterbacks in the college football that I know aren't going to move up, then I could I could listen to you. I could say, okay, you have an argument. I don't think he, he you could put him as one of the better athletes. He is a great athlete. He was a D1 kid, of course. He's not a big-time quarterback. So, I mean, I watched him actually the other day against A&M because I got some buddies coach at Jackson State with Dion, and I watched him specifically to really look at him and say, okay, let me see this motherfucker. He's not very good. I'm just telling you. You know his, what his stats were, right? Yeah, but it doesn't matter. So I, I've, It I've, does matter. Did you, see, did you see fucking Baker Mayfield stats in, uh, what was it, week three last week? Last year he was 19 of 19. He went 28 of 31. 311 yards, five touchdowns, and zero interceptions. I know. And I could have did that right now against Florida A&M. Right now at 46 years old with a half a fucking whiskey in me and two cigars. I would have did the same shit on him. Hmm. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. You guys got to listen to a guy that actually knows what the fuck he's talking about in this quarterback world. Please understand. Okay, let me ask the chat, Eddie. Fucking know it all. When have I been wrong with a quarterback? <laughs> a little less a fucking guy playing Florida AM. When have I been wrong, homie? Let me know. I'll wait. And when have I ever been biased for some reason? Never. Never. So that's just what it is. So shut the fuck up. That is what it is. All right. Here we go. We're going to take this argument right into another argument, okay? The climax section of this show, we're going to talk about for a while, plus we still got some other things. Before I get to the side, to that area, um, yeah, we'll see if I'm wrong about fucking Justin Fields. When Justin Fields is god-awful and the Bears are awful, you're going to be like, man, coach, yeah. shut the fuck up. All right, Sarah. So who are your top five QBs right now, then? 
after this week, like your top five QBs in college football. In college football? I don't I don't watch it. I don't watch enough college football to tell you that. So I just watched him in specific. I won't comment on a cat that I haven't watched. So if I hadn't watched that kid the other day, I would tell you, I would be saying right now, I'd be like, oh, really? I got to watch him then. I would never put my foot in my mouth and say, he's not that guy. I literally watched him the other day. And so what about he ha- you watch the Georgia game stiff release? He gets caught on his release. He's stiff. He drops his elbow. The bu- he has a Lamar Jackson esque type of delivery. And I've watched him like he's very stiff with his release. The ball's locked out. His elbows locked out. There's a lot of QB things that are just there's no way he equates to an NFL guy. They're going to end up moving him just because he's Deion Sanders kid and he's an athlete. They're going to end up fucking moving him. So. You know, I don't know. Um, but I, Bryce Young, I, who I know and, and been around since he was young, obviously, him and DJ both, um, I would say Bryce is the best football player in college football right now that is NFL ready is Bryce Young. I would say talent-wise, the Caleb Williams kid at SC is very talented. I would also say the quarterback at Oklahoma who transferred in is very talented. Um, C.J. Stroud is a very talented quarterback. I don't know if C.J. Stroud is going to make the strides to be that guy this year. I think he's going to get blown out the water in the Heisman race to Bryce Young. Um, I think Bryce is going to be back-to-back Heisman winner. Um, The quarterback, I'm going to tell you right now, the best quarterback that I have seen, except for Bryce, is the backup at Wake Forest. He's been the best quarterback I have watched that is NFL ready right now. And he ain't even going to start this week, Sarah. I think Sarah, we lost Sarah. Um, so, I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you, the Wake Forest quarterback is back. The Wake Forest quarterback is back this weekend. And the backup, who I think is one of the best in the country, is not even going to play this week. And that is kind of what pisses me off about this LSU kid who wants to enter the transfer portal, who's the All-American wide receiver, who comes out and bitches and moans about Brian Kelly. Me and Sarah are going to get into it about this one, but not yet, though. Uh, I want to get into uh, my top five non-negotiables, Sarah. Oh, God. Let's hear yours. First of all, it's Boost Mobile and your internet. That's number one. I got to fucking get rid of that shit. Um, All right, here we go. Non-negotiables. Number one, effort. You have to give me effort. Now, this is as a coach. This is as in life. Is if I was with a woman, if I had a girlfriend right now, she would have to show me effort in something. Whether she, okay, she don't know how to cook, but she's going to make effort into doing so. Like, that is my point in that. Like, okay, I'm not a great fucking dog person. But if you show effort, I'm like, all right, at least you try because at least your effort shows that you want to be with me. So that's what I mean by effort. So that's a non-negotiable for me. Um, picking up after you, after yourself, Sarah. I don't know about how you feel, but if you don't pick up after yourself, you are fucking horrible. Horrible. Um, 
Sarah's internet is fucking horrible, by the way. Um. Uh oh, there you go. That, I didn't know that was you. Um, um, she had to go to her phone. Okay, so effort. I got effort in there. Um, cleaning up after yourself is a fucking huge one for me. You have to clean up after yourself, dog. Like, you have to. If you don't clean up after yourself, it's a fucking joke. Is she having bad weather, Joe? Are they having bad weather? Fuck Elon Musk, homie. Not only electric car these nuts, fuck Elon Musk and his fucking internet. Um, fuck Elon Musk and his internet. Agreed. <laughs> Are you having weather? Yeah, it's raining. It's Florida. So fucking rain cuts out your internet? Holy fuck. That's what... And you guys are yes. buying... And you guys are buying all this fucker's electrical cars? I'm not buying his electrical cars. They're gonna make us. Fuck no. I'm just telling you, they're gonna, na- they're gonna make us. Um... Non-negotiable for me. Please and thank you. Non-negotiable for me. Cover your fucking mouth if you cough or sneeze. (laughs) And cover... And number five, you must have a sense of humor. You must have a sense of humor. All right, what's your five, Sarah? Give me some. Gosh, that's tough. Non-negotiables. I mean, you have to... Number one, you have to have a personality. I, I, you have to be an independent thinker. Um, you have to be determined. Uh, hygiene is high on my list. You said hygiene? Yeah, because men are some dirty motherfuckers. Time out. I can talk. All right, hold on. Time out. I agree with you. I'm not disagreeing at all. I have been told by women, several women, that a woman's bathroom is 10 times worse than a man's in a public mm-hmm. restroom. You know what's actually worse? So I'm, I'm very meticulous and very clean. And I think a, a, a big part of that is just kind of how I was raised. Like, if you're not clean, then you're not ready for the day. Like, you're, if you don't make your bed, if you're yes. not... You know, and, and that's just kind of how the standard was set. Um, but friend, like having girlfriends, their cars were the dirtiest places ever. And I like, my mom used to always say to me, she's like, if your car isn't clean, then your vagina is not clean. Like that's kind of what I always thought. So when I had all these girlfriends, I'm like, ew, if your car looks like, then I wonder how clean you are. You know? No, I hear you. That's a good one. Um, yeah, just because a guy's bathroom smells like shit, Leo, doesn't mean that it's dirtier. Women's bathrooms, I've heard, has tampons, blood, shit, piss. I've heard women's public bathrooms are the absolute worst. So I don't know. I just know it's all about the human. Like, it's all how I think you're raised, your beliefs, what you find value in. Like, I, my house, I, I'm a 
like I'm OCD. I want to make sure my house, my house is dirty right now compared for my standards. And um, I got four dogs and people are always like, how the fuck is your house so spotless and you have four dogs? And I'm like, dude, because I, I make it a fucking point. Like, that's where you put your effort. Like, my backyard. Don't have shit around. I don't let shit sit there. I pick it up immediately. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just who I am. But, um, I don't know. Jay, you hang out in a lot of girls' bathrooms, motherfucker? You weirdo fuck. <laughs> um, all right, Sarah. We got to get to my top five action movie sequels of all time. Okay. All right. So here's my top five action movie sequels. They have to be a sequel before we get into some more football. Here we go on the bottom. Number one, Rocky. There you go. Fucking Rocky. Everybody wanted to know? Rocky (laughs) is the greatest. That's my favorite movies of all time, but they're the best sequels of all time. This is action movie sequels, Sarah, not lover movies or nothing. So I got Rocky number one. I got John Wick. If we're just talking action movies, I got to put John Wick in the mix. I, I also am a Lethal Weapon fan, so I got Lethal Weapon in there. I got Star Wars and Terminator. That's my top five. Action okay. movies. Action movies. BC, I thought about Rush Hour. I thought about uh, Bad Boys. I thought about those oh, things, but the problem is they're kind of mixed with comedy. These I wanted to stick to straight action. Well, then mine are kind of mixed with comedy then. Like, I have Top Gun's my first one. Oh, fuck. That's my favorite movie, though. The old Top Gun is my favorite movie. The second one, eh, it's okay, but it has to have a sequel, so I'm going to go with Top Gun. Rush Hour's my second. Rush Hour is funny. Love, I love Chris Tucker. But Rush Hour is not an action movie. Yeah, it is. Fucking Jackie Chan and that shit. Yeah, but. Judo chop your motherfucking ass. Um, Jurassic Park. Oh, that's a good one. Guardians of the Galaxy. Fuck is that? Man. What the fuck Damn, is that? You don't know Guardians of the Galaxy? Huh? Well, it's it's Marvel, but it's Chris Pratt. I love him. Is there is there two of them? Yeah, there's two of them. All right, I don't know. I'm just saying sequels only. These are sequels only. Well, Bad Boys. Comedy. There's not a There's not a True Lies too, right? Is there a sequel? True Lies? No, I don't think so. No. That was one of my favorite action movies, but there's no sequel to that, so that's what I got. I've never seen Guardian King. What is it? Guardian Kings? What is it? Guardians of the Galaxy. The fuck is that? It's with Chris Pratt. Um, it's so and Vin Diesel's the voice of Groot. Yeah, I'm not. A, I'm not a diehard. I like Die Hard one. After that, it got too corny. Die Hard with Samuel Jackson was a fucking mockery. If you like that one, you're a fucking idiot. I don't like that one. The, the another one was the fucking the fucking brother. It's always a brother. Like how many fucking brothers are there that they're gonna find for Die Hard? And it's always around <laughs> Christmas time and fucking. Uh, I'm not a fan. Uh, that's my uh, that's my top five though. I just wanted to share that action movie thing. You know, I had to share that. Um, my not my non negotiables. Oh, 
We talked about our playoff. Our, right now, this is week one, our four playoff. And what we'll do is whoever wins, so if Sarah wins, I will give her whatever she wants for her fan base, and we're going to post this later, and we're going to make an announcement. So whatever her fan base wants, I will pay for, and whatever my fan base wants, she will have to get if I win at the end of the season. So if any one of our week's picks have end up being the four in the playoffs, that person wins. So we are going to do that. Um, and I just made that shit up right now. So um, we talked about our top five players that need to ball in the NFL. We talked about our top five college and NFL coaches who have to win this year. And that's just what I believe that has to happen um, in order to continue to win and be successful. Um, but now we're going to get into the climax portion of this show and jay that's not a literal saying for you you fucking weirdo don't go back in the back room and rub one out because this is the climax i'm gonna have a i'm gonna have a sound bite come in on this sarah like oh i'm gonna have to do that um and i think all the perverts in the in the room like the cell phone view better than your regular i know i'm like here i'll just hold it up here (laughs) Don't you? Can't you turn it sideways? Yeah, there you go. It's better. It's better. Um, and it's not better because your breast. It's better because you see no. You don't have the black side screen no more. Um, all right. So here we go. We're gonna get into. Let's get into this debate, and we'll end the show on this debate. All right. We're already two hours in. Um. And, and Joel and Brian and all you weirdo fucks, be a gentleman. Jay's already a weirdo fuck. All right. Let's discuss this, uh, Sarah. Transfer portal is trending upwards, and this is where we're going to argue. Let me explain my issue, Sarah, and I want to have a great debate and include it in the chat. I'll include the chat. Um, Jada Benz, she had to, I had to, I have to... She came in late. She just got in and said, Sarah, that she wants to make a non-negotiable. No taco meat on chest hairs. Damn. She's all about stinky feet, breath, bad fucking hygiene. She has everything bad hygiene. I I hear you, girl. Girl, your shit better smell like fucking pineapple and fucking roses. All those fucking... uh, request but before we get to the the transfer portal were did anybody keep track of our picks this week of our picks our picks that we did no nah, i don't think so we can go back and find them though why we need to what oh uh, did you do good i did really good i didn't pick nothing though did i yeah we did we did um Last Wednesday we did picks. Oh yeah, yeah. But uh, we did. What did we do? Spread or just wins and losses? Spread. I think we did the spread. Yeah, because I took West Virginia. But to cover, and I took Oregon, right. who got absolutely obliterated. I said they'd cover seventeen. So did Brandon Lang, by the way. So we got crushed. I got crushed in my pick. Brandon Lang had a bad week. So yeah, I beat you in, in picks. Did you? Yeah, we could go. We could make a we could make a bet for that for the season. Yeah, we I need want to do that. that we need to do that. Balls bikini. We need to do that. 
What'd you say? <laughs> I said, I want you in that slingshot balls bikini. Wow. <laughs> I don't know about that one. I don't know about that one. Uh, I don't know about that one. Uh, all right. Here we go. I think our argument started because me and Sarah got an argument on Twitter. We don't argue, but we're just debating. She defended the kid at LSU who, who deleted his Instagram and took LSU off of his shit and all this. And then he's come out apparently saying he was going to enter the portal. He's an All-American, by the way. He's their best player on offense, supposedly. Mm-hmm. And, um, and he's from Louisiana. He's from Louisiana. So that is the thing, okay? And I'm like, well, fuck. Are we going to ever just talk about these cats who just fucking enter the portal at will because they don't like how many catches they got that day? I just have to let you know as a coach, that is the reason he's leaving. It ain't nothing else. He's a bitch-made cat. I'm just telling you. I promise you. But having said now, that, we'll get, into your, you. we'll get into your thing. I, I want to hear you. Um, I do agree with you on, on, on part of the crybaby thing there. So I, I, I want to clear that up. He pouted that whole game, and that was where he went wrong. Fucking right he did. And, so, and that's the problem. That was already a prelude to what was going to happen. Or a precursor. No. It was already a precursor what was going to happen. Like, mm-hmm. and how many balls did he drop? Let me, let me ask you this. This is the first time in my life that I have seen the bottom, and I've talked about this several times, like trend upwards to the NFL level, where it's usually the NFL trends downwards, meaning usually the best players in the world that make the money, who are famous, whatever they do, the college and the high school kids do it too. Okay? We're seeing an all-time high transfer at the high school level, and now when you get to college, you continue to do the same shit, and now you're getting the same players now that have transferred four times in high school, four times in college, and now are asking for trade demands in the NFL. Jalen Rager being the latest one who was basically bitching and moaning, apparently, is what I've heard from a few buddies in Eagles camp. And they said, fuck you, shipped him out, and now he's with the Vikings. So, having said that, I want to discuss this LSU kid bitching and moaning because it's bigger picture in my opinion. We got the kid at the Bears in the NFL. We got the KD, Kyrie, James Harden. It's all a trend, and I think this that is the normal citizen. The normal American citizen looks up to entertainers, actors, comedians, athletes, right? They look up to these guys whether we know it, like it, or not. And that's, my, that's just my thing. I think it's transferring over to society – And I believe now that we have this stigma or belief in our system as young people. If we don't like our bosses, we leave. If we don't like our coaches, we leave. If we don't like our teachers, we leave. And now you got, no offense to you or not saying you, you're a whole nother situation. But we have more parents now because their kid is coming home telling their parent, I don't like my teacher. I'm going to homeschool you then. There's not even a debate. 
These are lazy fucking people. It's not a Sarah scenario with her kids. She has a whole nother ball game she's fighting. Yeah, trust me. And I would not be homeschooling. Yeah. <laughs> there's a reason, right? Exactly. So my thing is like Americans generation, this young generation looks up to these famous people. They see what they're doing and we have now entered this we don't fight through shit no more era. Like there was once a day and time, I don't know if you remember this time in, in era, Sarah, where we couldn't all get our fucking way. We couldn't all get our way. So that's just my opinion. I mean Well, I mean, and I, I do want to say I agree with you on these kids that do transfer four times five times you know at that point that's a problem but i don't like i i agree with you on that take but i don't think that you can umbrella all of these situations um just like with with me in homeschooling you can't umbrella it to say oh well she didn't like the teacher so she pulled her kids you know what i mean so i feel like there needs to be each kid is situational for example, Zach came on here and he was talking about Jalen Hurd. Now, I don't fucking agree with anything that he said because he was wrong. He was never a quarterback. What happened in that situation was he didn't have problems at Tennessee. What happened was he was forced to play in the Georgia game after he was concussed. So at that point, there was other, there were several issues wrong with the Butch Jones administration. You know, we all know that. But he went into the transfer portal. He went to Baylor, changed positions, and he thrived. And and he's there's no issue from that point. So that's a totally different situation. And it's kind of like this one. I don't know. You know, it's it's all speculation. We don't know if he's going to transfer or not. But. From what I've heard is that it's not just him anymore. There's four other kids that are feeling the same way. And then we have to remember that Miles Brennan up and quit two weeks before the season. Just magically. No reason. We don't understand what happened there. And and he didn't. Yes, he was, you know, he, he bought into the Edo LSU culture. But he didn't leave when... Edo was fired. So he stayed because he wants to play for LSU and he bought into that. So my argument isn't just, oh, he, he's going in the transfer port portal, he's crybaby, this, that, and the other. What I was saying is that there's something going on. If if at Tennessee, five of my you know star players, you have Hendon Hooker, Cedric Tillman, whoever if they start having issues and then it's all of my star athletes that are there, my star players, then I'm going to start thinking about what's going on. And and here we have an issue of maybe something's there, maybe something's not there, but something's not right and something's not adding up. And I don't think that it's just he's being a crybaby bitch. I think that something's up because he's from Louisiana. You, you, you know, you've recruited those kids. They want to ball. For their fucking hometown. No, they don't. Especially if they go to uh, LSU. No, they don't. That's the problem. Oh. That's what we're going to argue. Because I'm going to give you a coaching perspective and a recruiting perspective as, in my opinion, one of the best in the country. All right? Here we go. 
Remember what you just said. There's uh, there's four to six kids wanting out. There's 6,600 kids in the portal. What is your excuse for them? Are well, all the I, coaches shitty? Are all the no, coaches well, shitty? No. I'm going to take your argument here. You said that these teachers, all right, they want like which which I agree with, they want to fail these kids. And I don't think it's right because some of these kids might not be academically uh, smart or whatever, but they have skill to play football. So it's not going to be equal, and I don't think they should be fucking punished when that is their opportunity to provide for their family if they're better at, at football or whatever it is that they're better at. But is it's the teacher's fault, you said, at that point that the kid is failing. It's not the kid's fault that he's failing. It's your job to help teach. So what about the situations where you have these coaches who are, you know, average at best, that this is my one shot at being a first-round draft, and I'm playing for a coach who is a fucking moron, then I'm going to enter the fucking transfer portal and do what's best for me. Because look at fucking Steve Spurrier as an example. You know what I mean? Why? Why? Let me ask you this. I want you to know from a coach and from a person that has 28 guys in the NFL, it doesn't matter if you're at Jackson State or if you're at fucking Alabama. If you're a baller, they're going to find you. You're going to the NFL. So that argument to me, I don't agree with. Now, but the other issue is when there's 6,612 kids in the portal, which I'm looking at, There is a fundamental issue, not only in football, but a societal one. And we don't like to fight through shit anymore. We don't like to be told no. We don't like to be told harsh reality no more. We don't like to be told any of this shit anymore. And you're at LSU and you're from Louisiana. It does not matter unless a coach basically was proven to be racist, was out to get you for some reason, was out to fuck you over. There's no way in the world you can tell me I'm from there. I'm going to leave this historical place. There's no fucking way. I don't care if you got a new coach well, or well, not. Well, we don't know what's happening with Brian Yeah, we Kelly. don't. We don't know. But you know what I mean? The trend is 6,000 kids. Huh? But Miles Brennan, he left up and left two weeks before, and we have no explanation of when on, what went on there. By the now way, by the way, star. he had eight NIL deals. Right, but and and, and if you defend him, I have no. I feel sorry for him. Zero. <laughs> like that's the thing about it. We feel sorry for these dudes until they fuck your school over. Because wait till Tennessee guys a transfer because he ain't playing right, and you're gonna be like, why are no, you leaving? That's not. That's kind of where my argument is. If like if this is the culture and society we live in and I, say I'm running a business and I have all these employees and these employees don't fucking like me. So they want to quit. Cool. Fucking leave. Because if your mind's not here, I don't fucking want you. What good are you doing for me? It's kind of what exactly what Josh Heifel said. If his mind isn't there, he's not, he's not there. So why deal with that, that aura and that negativity in your fucking locker room go be somebody else's motherfucking problem because i don't fucking want it but see that's the problem right there we're pushing him along and covering up a bullet wound with a band-aid 
Nobody Why? is accepting the face value, the issue, and fucking hitting it in the face and fixing this problem. That is the sole problem. We rather just. Well, we can't fix it. Let's get I mean, it out of our way. We can't fix can it. Motherfuckers it. like me will fix it, but we're not. We're not. We're not administratively. But you're rare. We're not going to do it. We're not going to do it because we're. There's too many people, and I know your real true beliefs and philosophy. There's too many people though that'll say similar things to what you're saying right now in this regarding this particular topic. And there are people with PhDs at presidents at these colleges and ADs and administrators. If they thought you're, if they, they are thinking your way in your rationale right now and not my way. Now I'm not saying there's a right, wrong or indifferent thing. What I'm saying is though, we keep allowing it instead of coaching it. Eventually it's going to spiral out of control, which is doing right now in our very faces. There's 6,600 kids in the fucking portal and there's only 130-something D1 schools. There isn't that many fucked-up coaches in the world. So, obviously, there is a big-time epidemic going on, and it's called soft, weak-minded cats. And they don't... Right. They want everything to happen now. Instant. Instant gratification. I want it now. I don't want to work for shit. I don't want to earn shit. I don't want to fucking... Be told no. I don't want to be cussed at. I don't want to be yelled at. I, I, I want everything to go so perfectly smooth in my fucking dream world that it's... And I, and I, I really attested to a few things. And about 20 years ago, we became so Adderall dependent with ADHD and ADD and all these things. And we say, you know what? Adderall is this fine drug that's going to cure everybody. And then what did Adderall do? It made people actually smoke more weed. And what does weed do? Weed mellows the body. Why, though? Tell me what weed does. Because I would love to see how many kids smoke weed and Adderall who are in the portal compared to the ones that aren't. I bet you money you're going to be tripping and like, what? And find out true. But that's the thing, though. If there's that many kids in the portal, all right? Who the fuck cares? Those are those kids made their own decision, and that's their own fucking fault. What, what's the difference between an LSU kid? What do you mean? There's six thousand of those LSU kids. Why? I don't think why so. is it I only Brian Kelly's fault? Why is it? I think it's situational. No, but there's six thousand. You can't say it's situational when there's six thousand of them. It's a fundamental right. problem. Right. There's a problem with the majority of those kids that are in the transfer portal portal but i don't believe this situation is one of those there's too many facts that go the other way now if it turns out to be that he's a crybaby bitch then fuck him get him off like my right. thing is I well that's say, what it is get the fuck out of here yeah well this is the thing though let me break it down even further so brian kelly comes in i i'm your new boss sarah i'm an asshole you fucking can't stand me You've been with your team. You're the number one sales team in America. You are, you have a huge quota to meet, and you have a huge bonus at the end of that quota. And you have to meet it. And you are going to say, you know what? This boss is such an asshole. Fuck you guys. I'm out of here. And they're going to look no. at you and say, damn, Sarah, we only have two months left, and you're going to be done anyway. You're going to be gone anyway. Why are you leaving me right now? That is what this kid is, in essence, is doing to every single fucking cat that he bled, sweat, and cried with in that locker room. It, it, I don't think so. But this is the thing. He didn't leave right away. I, I, I get it. You're leaving after game one. It's even worse. 
It's even but worse. Leave, he stayed. He bought into this guy and he said, all right, I'm going to stay. I'm going to fucking buy into this guy. But what if Brian Kelly is a fucking weirdo? It like, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. There's bigger, there's bigger pictures out there than just your boss. That's what I don't think we're getting through to these kids nowadays. The kids don't understand. You're leaving a bigger problem at, at you're, you're making a bigger problem, A, and but you're setting a precedent. You're setting a precedent for, for everyone that looks up to you. This guy's an All-American. This guy's not just a fifth-string red shirt. Right. So, so that's why it's like there's got to be something wrong. But, but you've already, you're already in. You've played a game. You've already played a game. I don't think so. Let me ask you this, Sarah. Do you think that he leaves if they won and he had 10 catches? Fuck no. That's how I know he's a bitch-made cat. And, and I don't know. And, and this is the other thing. You don't leave your brothers that you committed to and you what if have... they're all leaving? No, they're not. The whole team's not leaving. He's been with There's those guys. Four. Yeah, so four. what? They're Our four bitches. Yeah, they're all four of the same cut from the same cloth. They're fucking little crybaby bitches. So... I- that's just my opinion. Like, I think it's the same thing as James Harden's wanting to demand a trade and, and, and this guy Jalen Rager bitching in, in, in the NFL and now they get rid of him. We have made this a player's league. We've made college a player's league. We've made the NFL and NBA a player's league. And when you do that, there is no hierarchy. And now you have... So um, my question is this. If you're coaching at Independence, all right, and the Chiefs call you and they're like, hey, we want you to be the head coach today. Do you go? Say it again. So say you're coaching at Independence and the Chiefs call you to be the fucking head coach. Do you go or do you stay? You go. Then what the fuck is wrong with these kids using the system that was put into play for them to have better opportunities? But I'm not going after game one. What do you mean? This is the problem. I go in the spring. I go when I can announce it. I go when I tell people professionally. And by the way, we've talked about this before. I don't believe you can equate an 18, 19-year-old kid and keep giving him the keys to the vehicle without learning how to drive, comparing that to a 50-year-old or a 45-year-old who's earned his right to go better his salary for his family. He's been doing it 45 years. We can't compare kids that know nothing who think they know everything, who lack experience in just life in general. But that's what they need. They need to fall on their ass to learn. If they don't do that, then we're fucking holding their hands? No, it's like, not. No, no. Yeah, they have to fall on their ass after you try to teach them. We're not teaching them nothing yet. We're not even He's trying. Saying- we're like this. Hands off. Go ahead. Go. Bye. We're not saying, fuck you. Stick your ass out here. And it starts with the parents. Mothers and fathers need to be whipping that ass in the household saying, you ain't fucking going nowhere. And when that kid gets to be 25 years old and out of the house and he goes back and falls on his ass, it's on him. He's a grown man. But at least the parents did something. Nowadays, there's no parents busting that ass. And now the college coaches and the high school coaches are allowing these kids to transfer and don't give a fuck because they're sucking their dick so hard. And I don't know. Like, my whole thing is, I agree with you on the fact that there are too many kids that are crybaby bitches who don't have aren't aren't held accountable for their actions. So the majority of the transfer portal, I agree with you. But I also believe that there is situational situations that you can't just umbrella every single one of these kids in there. 
because there might have been a coach that was a complete and fucking asshole that doesn't know how to coach them right. But that is what coaching is. Like that's what people don't get. No, if no, we I'm not all, saying, like, if we all cry, I'm saying like, yeah, I like get. a race. What about? What about these fucking kids that claimed that their coaches were fucking racist? They should be able to fucking go in the transfer portal and get the fuck out. Yeah, there that's yes, exactly, racist. exactly. But I'm just telling you. So even though that's still, we have still came a long way. There was basically I can tell I can bring up 25 of 30 of my closest black friends that played for racist coaches. Okay, number one, they didn't have an, a chance to leave. They didn't have an opportunity right. to leave. And they sh- do you think that they would have liked a chance to fucking go? Of course, but it wasn't. This is my, I'm just comparing differences and eras. They never even thought about it. They go home and tell their people about their racist coach, but they never thought about leaving because they never would have left their homies. We grew up in a different era where we were like, you know what? Family and homies first. Fuck myself. I'll be okay. I don't have another option. And back in the day, there was no school that close to us. Nowadays, there's schools every fucking 10 minutes. So I can transfer wherever I want. And it's just a different era. We're not going to compare eras. We don't even need to go there. My point, though, is, um, you know, if there was only, let's just say, 50 kids in the portal, I would be totally with you. Okay, I could see out of 131 D1s, 50 kids have left D1 Thirty percent of of the of the coaches in the D one. Okay, we don't like it. Whatever. Sixty six hundred kids is becoming a huge issue, and it's only getting worse. And these kids. But ain't- what about those kids? Like, I mean, do you really like? My thing is, all of these these bitch made cats are in this portal. Who the fuck wants to coach them anyways? If that's what they are, then they don't want to. What about the kids that deserve the opportunity that they didn't fucking appreciate? So wait up. Say it again. Okay. So if there's all these fucking losers in this portal who are crybaby bitches, why why are we so upset about that when there are kids out there who would fucking kill to have the opportunity and who would want to be coached but didn't have the same opportunity because these fucking losers took the opportunity for them? Why not weed out the bad seeds and fucking roll on? Like because there's a lot of things you can't that's change. Not how, that's, that's not how the real world works because the kid wasn't good enough. Usually the good kid's not good enough. That's just what it is. That's the truth I, of the matter. The shitbird right. bird, shit usually the best player. Like, like, you know, a lot of, a lot of good, like a lot of fine girls are attracted to back in the day, attracted to gangsters or t- roughnecks or, uh, they like that. And then their man is a square accountant, but then really their side piece is a gangster because they like it rough at night. I know millions of those type of people. Right. And there's the same thing going for what you're saying. Like we have this fucking fundamental issue out here that people, think that all people are equal and all of them should get a scholarship. That's not the truth. Even though that kid no, showed I don't up to practice. That. I know, yeah, but I but I'm saying that. like even that good kid that he showed up every day was on time. He fucking busted his ass. He was a great GPA kid. All these things. He just isn't good enough. He isn't good enough to play at that level. Right. So they take the right. shit bird who is and now that shit bird is in the portal. Here's my scenario for a, this is the scenario that I believe should be the only reason you can transfer, okay? 
to answer the question. Move. Um, I believe you should be a grad transfer. I believe you should be able to leave if your head coaches leaves, but simultaneous. So if you are at a school and your head coach takes a job at another school, I believe you should be able to follow him. What? What what do you mean what? If the coach leaves your school that you're at, let me ask you something, Sarah. So I I recruited you to my school X, okay? You came to play for me. You're there for two years, and I get a job, and I leave to go to USC. I think it's fair you can follow me. And that is a reason you should be able to follow me because you recruited me there. So you should follow me. So then what's wrong with this kid saying, fuck Brian Kelly, I fucking should have went, like, with the Ed O thing. He committed to Ed O didn't get a job, and that's not the same scenario. Ed Joe's got fired. Ed O got fired. Ed O didn't get a job. There's a huge difference. Okay. There's a huge difference. I understand that, but what, uh, what he fucking committed to LSU because of what Ed O sold him. Okay, and but he got fired. What are you going to do? Go in the portal? What are you going to do? Go in the portal and sit there because your coach got fired? You're going to cry over spilled milk and suck your teeth? No, and he didn't. He stayed and he brought in, bought into Brian Then Kelly, that's, that's my point. There were problems there. You did it. Before, Stay now. Drop your nuts. There were problems. Huh? There were problems there before the first game. There was problems with Ed O. Like, let's be real. <laughs> there was problems I with Ed O, too. I would rather play for Ed O than fucking Brian Kelly. Yeah, but we don't know. That's the thing about it, though. Like, there's coaching nuances out there that people don't realize, that people don't ever know about unless you're in those things. Not talking to you in specific. I'm talking about coaches actually playing and those kids in the locker room that an assistant coach could have bumped me the wrong way and 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 said some shit, and I, I held it in my fucking brain forever, and then he stayed, Ed Ogeron got fired, but his assistant stayed. Now Brian Kelly's there, and really, I don't like this old assistant that Brian Kelly retained that used to work for Ed O, and I'm out. Like, that shit happens more than you know, and that's just something they don't talk about to the normal fucking general population, and... These kids have no fucking tough skin at all. And, and I'm just telling you, the, he, the majority, asked me, yes, he asked me, give me a scenario. No, but he asked me, give me a scenario on when a kid should be able to transfer to me that I think is okay. I think. What about Jalen Hurd? Who? Jalen Hurd. That issue. I don't remember it. I don't know it. So he got a concussion in the Georgia game. Uh-huh. And he was forced to play with his concussion. I find that hard to believe, but okay. And now I have sources. That okay, and so what happened? Those. What? And so what happened? He transferred. For what? Because of how Butch Jones was in that administration. Oh. I don't know. You have to be there, though. See, I'm not going to put my foot in my mouth and, and speculate on some shit that I'm I've never... I'm not ne- putting my foot in my mouth. No, I'm just saying. I, I, I will not comment is what I'm saying because I'm never going to put my foot in my mouth with something I'm not... Aware- like, I don't know anything about the scenario or have any inside sources like I did with Micro Penis to Sean or something like that. Right, That's- but he should be allowed to transfer and play and then move on. He had no problems after that. Okay, I'm just commenting on... What he asked me, he asked me, what scenario do I think is 
valid to transfer. And I think you should be able to follow your coach. So this is an instance, right, real quick. Manny Diaz took the job. Manny Diaz, Manny Diaz took, took the job at Temple. Three days later, after recruiting, signing period was over, takes the job at Miami. All those kids that he signed were literally stuck at Temple, could not transfer. I think every one of those kids should be able to transfer because they went to Temple to follow that coach. So they should be able to go to Miami, whether they're good enough or not, I don't know, but they should be able to follow him or transfer. Now, the other scenario to me is a grad transfer. That means you've already earned your degree, you've grad transferred, you've went through this program for four years plus. I believe you should be able to grad transfer just like Russell Wilson was the first one to do it, intentionally made for the right reason. I think those are the only two scenarios. Or if you do transfer, because it's a free world, and if the kid is just soft or he doesn't want to compete or whatever, he doesn't like the coach, let's just say this scenario, I believe you should sit out a year like they used to be. See, right now, without taking, when they took the year sitting out away, they opened up Pandora's box for everyone to say, fuck it, I can transfer right now, and I can play right now. When there was a year sit out, it made you think and say, fuck, maybe this ain't as bad as I thought. And then time goes by, and you're like, fuck, this guy got hurt, and he blew his knee out, and now I'm jumped in and played, and now my life ain't as bad as I fucking thought. I'm still getting a full scholarship. I'm on full mills in a cot. I got a fucking NIL deal, maybe. And that's the problem. We're so fast to say, all right, it's okay. Go ahead and transfer. Instead of coaching them up and telling them, dog, you're going to get hit in the mouth when you get out of here. You're going to get hit in the mouth by your job or your boss or your owner or whoever, and they're not going to like you and you're not going to like them. You got to get through to it. Like, I didn't have the option. I just grew up in an era where we didn't have the option. I understand there's options now, and I'm not saying I'm going to be a dinosaur grandpa late, yelling on the, on the front porch or whatever. But at some point, we're going to have to teach these youngsters too, hey, dog, what are you going to do with your kids? Like, are you just going to say fuck it when, you're, when, you're, when your husband fucking comes home and, has, does, and, and does some stupid shit? Not, not cheating or nothing, but I'm just saying something else, and you're going to be like, all right, fuck it, I'm out. Boom. Like, that is no, where we're headed, that's though. That's where I'm saying, like, I agree with you. I, I, like, I, I agree with you. But I do believe there are situations where the transfer portal should be utilized in the system that it's in. I mean, and then I also believe there's a lot of things we can't control. So my mentality is if you can't control it, learn how to fucking win with it. Um, you know, like, that's kind of my thought process. But there's th- there's times with my kids... They don't get to quit. You don't get to fucking quit. I don't care what the situation is. You don't get to quit. Now, I will say, last year, we played for a travel hockey team. That fucking sucked. The coaches sucked. The staff sucked. The whole thing about it sucked. I'm not going to put my kid in a situation where he has to play for somebody shitty who can't develop him. I agree. But this is the difference in that scenario. You're thinking for him because he don't know what he don't know yet. This kid's 21 years old. At what point are we telling him, you got to drop your nuts and be a fucking grown-up? You chose to go there. You sure made a decision to go to that pretty motherfucker, but now all of a sudden it's got adversity in it, and now I I, I can't do it? Right. 
But if he doesn't make that choice to fucking man up, then that's where the portal needs to have different requirements. You can't blame, you know what I'm saying? Like if that's the system put in place, that's no, I'm not. I'm, and it sucks. That's the thing, though. If I give you more, this much leash every single day and you get closer to the cookie jar every single day and I fucking give you the fucking finally let you in, you're not you're going to never know different. We've allowed this to continue to stretch out. And now everybody's good and happy because they can do whatever they want. There's no restriction now. So I'm, I agree. The portal's fucked. It is fuck college football because of their open door policy, so to speak. Now, whether that's right or wrong is a whole nother debate. But I'm just telling you, it has ruined football. And when you add the NIL to it, you have just made it 10 times worse. Because you could have the NIL right now without the portal and have a great football landscape still. You would still have a great product. When the portal hit and NIL hit, now you have a fucking clusterfuck of watered-down football. And I'm just telling you right now, you can still have great football by paying the players. The portal is what fucked people, not the NIL. I'm tired of hearing people talk about the NIL fucking college football. No, the portal fucked football. NIL is actually just making it better, but now it's making it worse because the bigger bag wins. You can transfer now and get the bag, and you can get two bags. You can get one at LSU and transfer out after you just got fucking eight bags and go to Alabama now and get a new bag. Like, right. where are we fucking cutting this off at? And, and and it's not the NIL money. It's the transfer portal. I would love to, to go out and, and recruit a cat with money knowing well, if I got the you. The transfer portal, did that, that takes away from JUCO. Yeah, JUCO's done. It's going to be over soon. Right. JUCO's going to so, be done. That's that's what I'm saying with, you know, I, I hate the transfer portal, but I don't believe that there are situations where kids should, shouldn't be allowed. If it's a situational, tra- like there should be a fucking requirement to have to enter the fucking transfer portal. Yeah, there should be. And I don't agree with um, Cheeky on here either because he says any other kid can transfer. But any other kid doesn't have a hundred thousand dollars scholarship either. So yeah, they can transfer, but they're not giving. They're not getting money to play in front of a hundred thousand people every weekend. They're not getting their dick sucked like these kids are gotten to go to that school. We're, I can go to UCLA and fifty thousand Asian students on that campus. You think they give a fuck if they all transfer out tomorrow? Fuck no. Nobody gives a fuck. Nobody cares. But nobody gave them a $100,000 scholarship either. They all had 4.0 GPAs and earned a scholarship going there on academics. Athletics and academics and general population, you can never compare in this debate. Because the bottom line is, an athlete has to have a 2.5 GPA now. The general populated student has to have a 2.0. You can never compare this argument. Are you there? dude what the fuck god damn 